Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And welcome back to Bros Watch PLL2. We're back. Hi. It's been a little while. It's been a long while. It's been like three months, I think. You're so talkative. Yeah, I've missed every moment of it. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And, you know, we've done our some of our other podcasts, but... I know not everybody listens to this podcast, listens to those. So it, it could be, have been quite a while ago that people last heard us talking. And we're back to talk about some PLL. Yeah. So let's talk about some PLL then. Shall we begin with the preview? Yeah, let's talk about the preview. I mean, this came out in early January, I believe. Yeah, January 2nd. The preview for Playtime where we get Mona giving this awesome little monologue. I think she's talking to Caleb. Hmm. Like, I don't know what you thought, because you can see her talking to someone. It's somebody with short hair. It, I don't know who else would be like, maybe Toby, but I'm pretty sure it's Caleb. Either short hair or like, I couldn't tell if that was like a, like a tuft of hair or like a hat or something. Hmm. All I know is that this is from the first episode. This is from Playtime. And you can see a full exposed ear. So either it's somebody who's like pulled their hair back tight or I don't know. I think it's Caleb unless it's like Peter <laughs> Hastings or something. That would be amazing. Has mm-hmm. <laughs> as somebody like on the deep internet, the deep PLL webs like done <laughs> the ear comparison. Do you remember like when they did that for uh, like the guy in the cabin for Jacob with Locke and Lost? Yeah, it was like, it, yeah. It would be like that. a stunt guy, but like the stunt mm-hmm. guy in profile looked just like Terry O'Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we hear Mona saying, "We swim around in this fishbowl like we are in control. We are not. Someone's always been watching, manipulating." God, what a what a little mini monologue from Mona there. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it just well, sounds like is- she's just like pouring on the the melodrama to it. Well, just the right person to deliver this because mm-hmm. of someone of her stature to mm-hmm. be this unnerved. I'm like, oh, fuck. Does your mind immediately go to NAT club with someone's always been watching? Perhaps. Here's my here's my initial read on this is I don't feel like a D of the five years forward diverse like has inspired or worked that same level of terror as like OGA, you know, Mark one and Mark two. Um, oh, they, so I, they were, I feel like they helped out with the decapitation of Noel Khan, although I guess they can't claim credit for that. True. But I, I feel like there's gotta be just because it's wrapping up the show. And for some reason you're bringing back like characters like Ren and what have you, I feel like there's going to be something that ties it back to the beginning, like but, some deeper connection via Charlotte or the NAT club. Cause that's the big, to me, dangling loose thread. Well, the, the NAT club to me is the big loose thread. I mean, obviously it's like who killed Charlotte and all that BS, but like, What's something that they just never followed up on? I, the NAT club stands out to me. Right, right, sorry, Other than, of course, what, what Maya knew. Of course. That's that's what I meant. Was uh, Charlotte's mystery is a big one. Like, who killed Charlotte? But I, yeah. I feel like NAT club. Um, and I just want to remind everyone who's like some kind of pro in pro Jason state. Mm-hmm. This was still his idea. 
Oh, the NAT club. Oh, I can yeah. I can spin you a whole Jason is a theory right now if you'd like. I would like that very much. Okay, and th- this this is a special one because it also involves what Maya knew. <laughs> yeah, hold on, everyone. So, what did Maya know? Maya knew. Is this written down? No. Is this written down? No. Okay. This is just me, uh, you know, freelancing. Maya okay. knew that Jason was off the wagon and getting some drugs from Noel Khan at Noel Khan's cabin where she was crashing. Should I be beatboxing this? That's why he had her killed. Hmm. Because something, something, she knew he was, you know, evil and working for A. Here's why Jason's the perfect killer. He's so dumb and or stoned. Or that he has he? perfect, plausible deniability. Because he just, remember remember why he obviously couldn't have killed Allison? Couldn't remember what he did that night. Well, is, is there an, an acting move he could do, like, that's the equivalent of... Uh, Kevin Spacey as verbal Kent, like where he, like the limp goes away at the end. Mm. Spoiler of the usual suspects. Like, is there a move he could do where like the stoner haze melts away and he's just like suddenly just sinister as fuck? And you're like, oh shit, Jason's not a dumb <laughs> idiot. So, so opening, opening of like Seven Eleven. it's like a burned out like freighter ship mm-hmm. and on deck, there's Aria trapped under some, some burning wreckage. And like, somebody's like, what time is it? And she's like, after midnight, Kaiser. Kaiser. <laughs> See, when you mentioned Seven Eleven, I thought you were saying like, it's Seven Eleven, like the, <laughs> the place and Jason's there. Cause he's got the munchies and he's With getting all this, he's getting all the shit. He's got some slushy. He's got those, uh, those Cheetos that are like red hot and they leave the shit all over your fingers. He's stacking that all up, playing the part. And then he gets outside and he just throws them all in the trash and like puts on some glasses or something. And you're like, Oh no, he's been later faking on, the whole time. Later on, he did that thing where like Spencer just dabs at the cheese crumbs and tastes it. And she's just like, like super extreme nacho quesadilla flavor. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Jason. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm, I'm I've been smoking say, oregano the whole time. <laughs> I'm tempted to say my favorite all time Jason moment now is Mary offering him the drink. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face. That's the best work that Drew Van Acker has ever done. I think. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, it was probably the uh, awkward family dinner at the Montgomery's house. Mm. But like Jesus, Jason being offered the drink. He's he's just going to turn that wine into like a snarky look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jason, he knew about Maya. That's what Maya knew. She knew uh, she saw him communicating with Cece there or something. Uh, also, I want to thank, just so I don't forget later, everyone who sent us a long theory. Mm. Thank you so much. I am not going to read the Aww. like four or five, 3,000 word Give us <laughs> the, the TLDR. Um, I just want to say, Andrew's, yours is the longest. Um, who Andrew, who boasted that he sent us a super long email, he sure did. It's not bad. Um, I'll send it to you later, just so you know. Well, well give me the highlights. Um, like, what's what's the TLDR of the theory? Uh, vamp for a minute while I pull it up. Okay. Uh, time for pie. Be there. I believe it's Moda who gets that from in the preview there. We see someone's getting a little note that says that with like, I think it's like the two crows, like stationary. Right, right. I believe that's Mona. I mean, you'd think it'd be Arya, obviously, because her and Ezra had their weird pie, like food fetish stuff going on. But mm-hmm. 
time for pie. Be there. We see uh, Hannah is saying that this wrecked my life, like seemingly something new and not just everything else that A has done to her over the past mm-hmm. five years. I don't know what that would be like, so, a sex tape or? Awesome. I like the shot. I know we talked about how we don't want to break down the, the trailer teaser shot by shot. I do like the shot of Hannah looking up at the uh, the church steeple, just to remind you that that's the thing. It's happening. Um so Andrew's fan fiction is uh, about the Esrigo wedding. And mm-hmm. I just want to point out one of the final sentences is the cry was attributed to A and Arya ends the show inheriting the fortune and hiring Jason as her pool boy now that he's broke. <laughs> Perfection. But also Kristen, who I will mention later in her Facebook group, also sent a, a long theory too. But we got a couple like super long theories. Which are fantastic. I get the people. Well, we should we should get into those a little later. Yeah, yeah. Um, What do you think Spencer is smashing in this preview? Oh, I really wanted to ask you about that. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if that's like a rock in her hand and she's about to smash something else, or if the thing in her hand is the thing that she's breaking. I love that we're back at the school at one point. At night, yeah, and they all have to like barricade themselves. Oh, we should, normal bitch. Uh, do you want to talk anything about like Marlene? Like, had a few things to say. Um, apparently, there's going to be a time jump. Another I'm going to assume that that's. I'm going to assume that that's probably just like a final coda, kind of like the. Uh, yeah, it could the be the Pooh quote. Yeah, yeah. I I could also uh, see them doing like, like month later after it, like in in Seven Eleven there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. In playtime, just be like, that's this is how Spencer's not still in the hospital. Toby's still dead. Yeah, Toby, he's still dead. Spencer feels better. Gonna, do you do you think they're gonna do a thing where like in seven nineteen Toby shows up and he's like, "Ha, I've been faking my death to go undercover this whole I, time." I absolutely think they could do something like that. Yeah, in fact, I that would be preferable to him just being around the whole time, or giving uh, Yvonne his heart, mm-hmm. or Spencer his heart. <laughs> I like the the people who were like, and I I was there briefly too. The like. Spencer needs a heart transplant after her gunshot wound. I'm like, that's a long recovery period. <laughs> well, you know, we also we if saw you get Toby's heart. You know, it's dumb. <laughs> Lower or IQ, yeah, bad blood. We saw where Spencer was shot in seven ten. That was like not a heart wound. That was a meaty, meaty wound there. And now it's like her shoulder or something. You know, yeah. it's like she's just got her arm in a sling. So I, I don't know what to expect from Whoa, that. but like that's perfect though because that's like every big action movie here especially when it's like a man like mm-hmm. a schwarzenegger playing it's like it was like three it inches like fatal three inches left to center in her chest and now it's like yeah it's like he grazed her shoulder or something yeah 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 it, it's it's clearly fatal and then like the bullet moved mm-hmm. yeah as spencer would do all right well uh shall we get into our many questions we're gonna do a little q a here right now yeah, they also put out. I mean, we don't really talk about it too much. They put out like a little like scene, like mini scene, one minute teaser from Playtime, the episode seven eleven, where Spencer has her arm in a sling. So obviously she didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically they just have, like we got an A thing, Arya, and we were waiting for you to open it. Like there's not a whole lot else there. But what what's funny is that no one's talking about is there's an urn on the mantle behind her, which is clearly Toby. <laughs> I would love to start that rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, until Keegan I th- Allen I think comes we on the just podcast did. Yeah. and disputes it. 
Um, what do you think oh, Toby's? What do you think Toby's ashes taste like? If it's just like a like a coffee can, like whatever they put the Donnie in. <laughs> you got a rattlesnake guy, yeah. <laughs> Can we have a scene fun. where uh, they go to like uh, you know that like that spot where it's like above Rosewood that they go to sometimes like look down yeah, on yeah. the city. Yeah. They go there to like spread his ashes and like I don't, I don't, who would who would be the one to pull the move where she like gets him on everyone else? Like would that be like a Hannah move? I feel like it's a Hannah thing. Yeah. yeah. Either that or Spencer's just like time. everything's a fucking travesty with you. <laughs> For the first time in her her you know barista and after career, Emily mm. actually makes a cup of coffee and it's Toby, it's ground Toby. Mm, yeah, make some coffee and grounds Ari, in there. Aria's like, my coffee tastes dumb. <laughs> it tastes like carpenter sweat and failure. Spencer's just like, oh, it's Toby coffee. <laughs> Best bout of waking up. Is Toby um, in your cup? <laughs> put that on a t-shirt yeah so first question i have uh and i you know i do apologize in advance when i copied this off twitter it only copied the twitter handles not the name that you can put in there so i've just got twitter mm-hmm. handles here this is at jcost if you could add mona to one other tv show what would it be uh theirs is doctor who davies not moffat uh, i assume that i think that person's name is jane i want to say i probably have that okay. on here um well i'll let you go first well you know there's another question about this i i feel like i want to i just want to fold in liar at liar unite right now who wants mm-hmm. to know if we could send any pll characters to lost island who would it be and why i feel like i'd have to send mona to Lost. interesting can you just imagine like it's like lost season two mona's basically been like the other shannon the whole time she's just like Hanging out in a bikini, be doing like the kind of like prim, prissy, you know, like seemingly vapid teenager. And then you get the flashback episode and it's like, actually, she's an insane supervillain. And this is what she's been up to the whole time. So basically combining Shannon and Saeed. But like, like her flashback is literally like what she was doing on PLL. You know? Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what she's been up to. So... Uh, I saw the the thing where like Lindelof and Q's were looking for pitches for the mm-hmm. revival of Lost. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I really enjoyed aspects of Sherlock season four. Mm. <laughs> Which ones? I just the Mary um, the Mary parts. I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> I really don't know if I can. I don't, I don't even know if I can put my finger oh, on. Oh, hold on, hold on. While you were talking, we just got another DVD of some more inspirational uh, messages from Mary. <laughs> and then one from Mona. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see one of those shows about the like acerbic <laughs> like genius who solves crimes like and just have it be Mona. This girl like 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 her like group of like normal followers who are just like I don't know what her dark past is but she's really good at solving crimes and then like just Mona as Sherlock. Yeah, Mona as Sherlock. I would love to see something like that. Like the uh, the much talked about uh, uh, attempt to save Veronica Mars, where she like joined the FBI. I think we've talked about this before, but like Mona joining like the FBI or something. I think we in our in our previous iterations, mm-hmm. it's her and Spencer fighting crime together. Yeah. Can we can we be real for a second though? Uh, if Spencer absolutely. hadn't been derailed by the Rosewood bullshit, she would have absolutely been in DC 
ensuring that Hillary rightfully got elected, right? So you're saying we can blame A for Donald Trump? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I feel like in a universe where Mona Vanderwall exists, Donald Trump doesn't become president. I'm not saying how necessarily. I'm just saying it doesn't happen. She's got like another tape from that Access Hollywood video and it involves his tiny hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you would then send Mona to basically like the Veronica Mars, like fourth season. I just, I, I, I like the lost idea. I mm -hmm. would, yeah, I would send her to some kind of amalgamation of her own show, basically, where she's a detective, which is like 50% of TV right now. Mm -hmm. You'd send her to CBS. <laughs> Move over, Johnny Lee Miller. I mean, she would definitely fit in on like person of interest. Yeah, bring it back with Mona. Her and Root, they'd get along. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I don't know. I don't. There's probably a thousand answers you could you could throw here, like Mona and Westworld. Um, whatever. Would she I be would one of the hosts? You know, she would basically be Maeve, but like half the time. Hmm. Like Mona would be like fucking somebody in, a, in an inferno by like episode two. I feel like I could pull up 10 different TV shows right now and just marvel at how good Mona would be on them. You know? Yeah, see, that's that's the problem with this question. It's not a bad question at all. It's like turn on You're TV. like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Mona and Highlander. I'll put her in an old episode of Highlander. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery. That's, it needs a Mona. Highlander. That's really reaching back. Yeah, like a syndicated was, TV show from the early '90s. Sorry, I was, I was, I was thinking about the idea of like when you used to be able to turn on TV, which who watches TV like actual TV anymore? Mm -hmm. And like Highlander was always on. Can you imagine Mona, Mona on Mr. Robot? Yes, she's already got the outfit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's just like, "Hi, Mr. Robot. Your whole like Tyler Durden business is boring, and it's old now. I'm going to take over your show." She's like, Tyrell Willick, seriously? <laughs> I'd be keeping my eye on that weird wife of his. Yeah, something, something, red wheelbarrow. All right, well, why don't you ask a question? Okay, so from Alexa, what are your thoughts on Jenna and Noel's involvement in the game as well as ties to AD? I think they are essentially more game pieces i guess you would say in the, mm. in the great game you're in the great game now um it's like the liars are on the chessboard so uh, chessboard's maybe not the best uh metaphor because it's like it's not one side against the other necessarily it's like there's a lot of pieces on the board the liars are some of those pieces and then also noel and jenna and are pieces sarah harvey there's also a piece. Mona's a piece. You know, it's like I think they're being directed in their own way by AD. They probably have been blackmailed in some way. They've got their own shit going on. For all they know, they think the liars are behind it. I'm really intrigued. The thing I'm most intrigued about of the the tidbits from like the the critics thing was uh, that somehow an AD board game ties into the ending. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's what they get at the end of that that preview they let out where it's like, they're going to open the new a box, mm -hmm. you know, that's like got a coffin or whatever inside. I think it's going to be a game board is what they're going to get. I think that's going to be the next like a special craft services delivery. Cause I think that's, yeah, I, I would love to see like the gamecrafter.com or whatever mm -hmm. who, who takes that order for them. But like, 
I think that's the perfect like place where that goes. But I I've mentioned probably on the podcast before. Years ago, I had this bizarre dream where like I was sitting in the stands of an arena that was just a giant human chessboard of like Spencer, and we were playing against A on the other side of the arena and. I don't, it just it spoke to me perfectly. Um, is A in this similitude Ron Weasley? No, no. I, A was just a person, like basically in the dark version of like like CC's like white cloak from the Christmas episode, like on the other side of the stands. It was like a giant human chessboard, like from Harry Potter, mixed with like an episode of Old School Iron Chef. It was amazing. Um, but I, I think the template I would use for this question is to what you said is like this is a dark ride. The terror the terror train episode where there's all these like weird, how do we refer to it? Like dark actors, people who are involved, Mm -hmm. but nobody really knows how they're being manipulated or like season end of season two, when like Melissa's being manipulated to wear a costume to show up to a high school dance, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, I I feel like there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. So like Jenna and Noel have a very real stake. They have some serious skin in the game, but like they don't know how they're being manipulated per se. It's also important to remember that Cece, aka Charlotte, she taught Noel and Jenna how to smell f- fear. Or wait, maybe that was that Cece who taught her that, or is that Jenna? One way or the other, somebody taught Noel Khan how to smell fear and mm-hmm. maybe blood. So what just kind keep of blood? That in mind. All kinds of blood. Okay. I really need to watch. We need to do like a full rewatch. Of he what? says committing of PLL. What, you, what else? You would talk about that before, and then you backtracked. I don't. I'm we not had, backtracking. We had some big schemes. We were gonna. We were gonna do. If you want to do it, we can do it. Half season chunks. Half season. Yeah, watch half a season podcast. The thing is, we'd yeah. have to do that like every two weeks, maybe. No, actually, no, every week. I think at this point. Uh, I mean, maybe we pick out select episodes instead of like all of them. Yeah, I don't but know. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll work that we're, out. We're scheming. we're scheming, guys. We're scheming. Because uh, I feel like none of us really want to commit to headcanon right now, so maybe we should do that instead. <laughs> and I just, as much as I don't want it to be over, I really do miss PLL. I miss talking about PLL. Well, you know, it's been a long time since I watched PLL just to watch it. You know, not yeah, like yeah. taking notes. It's getting, yeah. it's getting deep and philosophical now. All uh, right. So that's your Nolcon. Jenna Marshall take. Yeah. Well, and they also have if they, they seemingly are legitimate friends of Charlotte, right? At least Jenna. And Noel is you know, talking about how like CC taught them stuff too. So seemingly they were like buddy buddy. So they have that uh, axe to grind as well. <laughs> just fucking Noel was just like. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little kiss? that was a little insensitive to mention an axe there. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Noel Khan. Hey, yeah, don't lose your head about this. Um, but yeah, Nolan is like, are you two going to kiss now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, uh, at Jana Mansori asks us in one Instagram post, Marlene said that Rand and Spencer had chemistry, quote, since the beginning. Do you guys think that is relevant? Hmm. What do you think? I think that enough people have tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever about fucking Ren that Marlene would have been stupid to not have tried to see if she can make that work. I don't know if Ren's super involved with, you know, like the, the big plot, the big game. I don't think he's AD. Um, there's, I mean, there's connections to Melissa. There might be like 
you know, he provided medical assistance to somebody um, at some point. I, I just don't think that he's, there's not going to be like where somebody takes off a mask and <gasps> it's red underneath, you know? I have a great Ren theory that would be sure to infuriate the majority of the fan base. Do it. So what's the connection with Ren? What makes him so special? Mm-hmm. He's Ezra's half brother. What does that mean okay. to the larger plot? Nothing. Ezra's just like, oh yeah, you guys didn't know we're related? Yeah, that's why he's my best man. Oof. And like that's it. Is like Ren's just the best man at the wedding. That's why he has a scene with Ezra and like maybe him and Spencer flirt at the wedding. And that was it. the thing, is that uh he uh his first scene back is with well, Ezra. With right? Ezra, yeah. Yeah. Which, he's like, Oh, I thought you knew that we were related. I guess it never came up. Hmm. Applying that body of knowledge, doesn't that make sense for Ren, the medical doctor who interned at a mental institute, for why he doesn't know where the fuck on the human body a versus <laughs> sack is located? Yeah. Um, so from from Kat, she asks, which liar is most likely to punch a Nazi? Hmm. Uh, I feel like Hannah. I mean, of the, of the main four, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Hannah seems like she would be, like, in order, I would say Hannah. Spencer. Uh, probably Spencer by a hair over Emily and then Arya. Yeah. 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 I mean, Arya would have them murdered. We just wouldn't know about it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But Arya Hannah, Hannah's like- the most impulsive. I mean, she's the one who uh, took a tire iron to Will, or what's his face, a Holbrook there. Yeah, good times. Good times. So, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't if know if Spencer would punch of, so much as like gouge eyes out or something, you know. Spencer would jump over a table and yell, Guy! <laughs> <laughs> Shove her thumb in the guy's eye socket, yeah. Which again, folks, it's not whether violence against a Nazi is right or wrong or has a long storied history as part of our culture. It's that there's fucking Nazis roaming around <laughs> in the open. Like that's okay. Take care of business, Hannah. Um, oh, your turn. Uh, so I believe this is Andrew FH 14 saying, when are you guys recording? Cause I want to, Oh wait, this isn't even a question. Never mind. Right now, right now <laughs> yeah. we're recording right now. And, Andrew also emailed some questions, so we'll mm-hmm. get to Andrew. Uh, and Liar uh, Knight had one more question. Uh, oh, this is if I should ask you this because uh, I kind of already answered this. If you could send anyone to Lost, who would it be? Um, hmm. I like I like the Mona. That's a good one. Spencer's too easy. I think the problem is Spencer and Mona are too easy to plug into a lot of these kind of crazy scenarios. So I'm going to go ahead and say for the most dramatic potential, Arya, because I think that would be fascinating. I don't think she'd be any help except at the most shocking of times. Um, I, I could send someone to Lost uh, besides Moan, of course. Uh, how do you feel about Sin and Toby? Oh, I feel like on the Lost Island, Toby could be a king. He's just like, step aside, Boone. Yeah. <laughs> I've got this locked down. Well, like that, he would gravitate towards Locke. Even Sawyer would be like, all right, you son of a bitch. You know, 
I feel like everyone would take a shining to Toby in a way that he's never found in his real life, which is if we don't live together, we're going to die alone. If they did the original Lost thing where it's Michael Keaton and he dies in the first episode, and then it's like just like Kate and Toby step up. (laughs) It's like, oh no, not Penny's boat. (laughs) Well, I mean, what the hell? Go ahead and put Caleb on there, too. You might as well put the hacker in a situation that has nothing to do with hacking. It worked for Ravenswood. What would Ezra on Lost be like? They're like, flashback. This guy was a weird pedo who dates a student. End of story. Yeah. What would you do if you were back home? Ezra? He's just like scamming on girls and writing books about it. I mean, everyone everyone on Lost is, you know, lost in their own way. I guess that's a storyline you could follow up on. This guy used to be a creepy pervert. I mean, you could could literally go to the entire like PLO encyclopedia. Like, what would Peter Hastings be like on Lost? It'd be like one of the others. You know how like Charlie like finds the uh, stash of heroin? Like for Ezra, that would be like discovering that they crash landed with a 15 year old girl. I'd be like, <laughs> oh shit. My kryptonite. Mm-hmm. He runs into the ocean. But just picture though, like before Shannon, Charlie walks over to the cute girl with like pink streaks in her hair and sits down. He's like, hey, what are you writing there? And she's like, oh, it's mostly, mostly personal. personal. <laughs> and he's just like, you all, everybody. And she's like, what? <laughs> uh okay let me let me let me turn it on its head for you mm. which lost character would you send to rosewood mm. yeah Ooh. um i would love to get miles on rosewood oh fascinating yeah oh my god we finally find out what maya knew mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like turns out she didn't know shit He's like, I know what she knew now, and trust me, it's too stupid to repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miles would be great. I'm a big fan of Ken Lung. Yeah. Who was in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's great in a minor role in Person of Interest. Really? Who do you play in Person of Interest? Uh, I, he might be named Lenny or Leo, one of the two. Um, he's like a semi-recurring character. He pops up like six or seven times, including in like one uh, of the best episodes of the show. If he's a Lenny, though, he doesn't become Pope, right? No, he's like, like he's he's one of their numbers that they get like multiple times because he's just like one of those guys who's just like always in trouble because he's trying to screw people over. He's great. Hmm. Okay. Who would, what about for you? Who would you take from Lost to Rosewood? <laughs> the first uh, character the wedding I was planner? Mention... <laughs> no. I feel like Boone doing the wedding planning for uh, Ezra and Arya's wedding would just be a lot of like it's really skeezy and then like when Arya turns her back like Boone and that would do like fist bump what would our um, Boone voice sound like I have to think about that I mean, Boone is for for sure the, the sacrifice that Rosewood demands. Um, mm-hmm. My first inclination was going to be Benjamin Linus, just because that'd be so <laughs> bizarre. Um, Richard Alpair, I would love to see Richard Alpair show up in Lost. Just like, like I feel like Richard Alpair, like he would be making masks out in the woods. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just like 
hanging out, commiserating around like Torch Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Hector Lime. That'd be awesome. Him just not aging. Yeah. God, I wish they would bring back Hector Lime just for like one second. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that character. Yeah, we don't like, need Pastor Ted me. back. We need Hector Lime back. God damn it. They're bringing Pastor Ted back. I hope it's just so he like gets in a car accident or something. He like tells a dumb joke, laughs at it, and then like waves at Ashley Marin across the street. And then like he had stepped into the road and gets hit by a car. I want here's here's this here's my fan fiction for the Pastor Ted scene. Mm-hmm. He walks into a kitchen. He's looking around. You know what's going on here? It's empty. Hello, hello. And then like the fucking dude from like To Catch a Predator walks out. And he's like, "What are you doing here, Ted? What, what you doing?" I wouldn't run outside. The cops are waiting for you. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's how the we iris out on Pastor Ted for me. He does that. I'm, pr- I'm more the sways and dying darko. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say yeah, his house catches on fire, and they're like, "Hey, there's another room down here." And that's the last we see of Pastor Ted. <laughs> All right. So um, Mia has two questions. Mm-hmm. One. How do Spencer and Mona end up together? And when that happens, who makes the first move? That's actually two parts of the first question. Um, well, Spencer makes the first move, obviously. Okay. As to how, like probably just something where they're like on a stakeout or they got to like hide metaphorically in a closet all night because like the A's outside, you know, whatever. Like something where mm-hmm. they, they, you know, maybe the cops are out, they can't leave. And they just, you know, they have a moment. They, they turn each other. Stuck in like, an elevator uh, together, uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, either that or we just like cut to like a seedy motel room and like Spencer answers the phone and there's just like a leg <laughs> draped <laughs> over her. And she's like, Mona can't come to the phone. But what would be the scene right before that? Like the last time we saw those characters. Uh, it's the two of them with Tommy guns just firing them orgasmically <laughs> at villains. Yeah. Maybe like right after they like murder someone and like they've just like shoveled dirt on the, the hole oh. that, that covers the body and they just kind of look. They just they do they, it on the grave. No, they just they just look at each other and then like cut to a hotel huh. room. Huh, 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 huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, me a second question. What would be the worst kind of ending? And she put uh, How I Met Your Mother style that you could not forgive. Hmm. Uh, I should say I never watched How I Met Your Mother. I'm kind of, I'm aware, movie. I'm aware of how it ends. And I guess the thing is, is like I've read how it ends and it doesn't sound horrible to me, but I'm sure a lot of it's just in the execution and like the, the expectations that were set up and whatnot. Um, I think that's a cautionary tale for having an ending too far in advance like and being married to it and not adjusting to what your show is how i met your mother is the perfect example of the aggravating having your cake and eating it too ending mm. something i mean for pll it would be have to be something where the a is unsatisfying in a way something where you don't feel like you've got closure i think like if there's still some hint of mystery where you're not sure. Like, I think, you know, it's like, it's been seven seasons. We, you want a solid resolution to whatever this mystery is. Like, uh, and people can feel free to, oh God, 
tweet me if I'm wrong. But uh, my grafting that ending, the How I Met Your Mother ending onto PLL would be like if in the two-part finale, Emerson happens, they get together, they get married, we time jump 10 years, Allison dies of like not just cancer, but like <laughs> hair Lesbian out. cancer, yeah. Yeah, hair falling out, cancer, then she explodes. And then she – like Emily, tears, just like raccoon-eyed tears. She walks out of the hospital. It's raining and there across the street waiting for her with like a like a rose and like the only ray of sunshine is Paige. And then she gets an eight text. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Paige um, just yeah, like, exactly. I, gave your, I gave your wife cancer. Boom. Suck it. No. Hey. In 710 – they could have absolutely done like the Gilmore girl style ending where it's just like, Emily, yes, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I think for me, the how I met your mother ending would just be something where it just doesn't feel like a satisfying conclusion or like a cheat where you didn't get what, what has been, you know, marketed and expected is that you're going to get a resolution like answers to these certain questions. I mean, if they I never if they never bring is, up the NAT club, that's one thing. If they never tell us who killed Charlotte, that's something else, you know? Right, right. The thing is, we're going to get that unsatisfying ending. And you know what it is? It's uh, uh, Ari Montgomery, do you take Ezra Fitz to be your lawfully wedded husband? You're, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's going to be wrong on every level. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. My turn there. So we got a few questions, another from Larry Knight and one from at Rachel uh, Dirksen. Uh, thoughts on Mona being a AD thoughts on Lucas being a Uber a AD, you know, like how, how do you feel about either of those? Um, I, Rachel, <laughs> we're just not going to answer your question. <laughs> it's just not within the realm of possibility. It uh, could be. I feel like I, I would put him at like three to one odds. Oof. I'm not sure who would be the, the leader odds wise. I feel like Melissa is popular just because she's the shade of source Rex, but um, <laughs> there's, like there's nothing, there's nothing where you would say like, it can't be Lucas because of this. Like he fits all the criteria. What was the thing Brandon Robinson told us about? I guess he was hinting at the musical number or something, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I he he does musical theater, so I assume he'd have like a a role in that. Yeah, um, which good for them. Look at that. I think Mona's the most likely of all of those candidates because she's Mona. Do you think they they so do I, that? Like, even though she's been a before her speech. Well, like her speech to me is what disqualifies it. You know, her whole like we think we're in control, but we're not. Unless she's playing um, the long game. Well, I mean, she's she's performing that for Caleb, right? He's mm-hmm. kind of a, you know. Well, what's she's like, going- also, Caleb, when's the last time you changed clothes? God damn, you reek. Well, what's going on with them, too? Yeah, yeah. Pouring each other co- like like sugar and coffee. Yeah. I should bet. Yeah, as to Lucas being Uber A, it would check all of the mystery boxes, I suppose. But I don't know if it'd feel very satisfying. Right. I mean, it's it's tough on the writers, I guess, at this point. Like, how do you pull a rabbit out of your hat at this point? Because 
everyone is a suspect. Like there's multiple theories about every character. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas would be in some ways super obvious, in some ways not obvious. I guess it just depends on how much you care about him. Um, and then with Mona, it's like, well, they've done that before. So I, I had no idea. I, our next question here is from Katie Howell, 16. Who would be the most satisfying character to be AD and who would be the least? Um, I, I really want it to be one of the liars. I think it would be super satisfying. I didn't watch that video that we got sent about Lucy Hale talking about having a twin. Did you get a chance to watch it? Oh, yeah. This is a real quick video where she's just like, I'd love it if I had a twin. You know, um, okay. I would love some sort of evil twin plot line. I'm a big fan of those. Like like the Spencer twin, you know. Or the Cacophony Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Cacophony Montgomery and Aria dies and Cacophony's like, just to be fair to my sister's memory, could we refer to me as Aria and just assume that all inside jokes apply? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and show some pie in her face for Ezra. Yeah, yeah. So what about you? Who'd be the most satisfying character for April? <sighs> I don't know. I I mean, I know I'm right back where we were at the uh, <laughs> like from season five on. Like going out of the coming out of the dollhouse, I remember like being positive it was uh, the season five finale being positive with Charlotte, and then like through most of season six, I thought, oh, it can't be Charlotte at all because she's not even or mm-hmm. at the time Cece because she's not even in season five. Yeah, she just hasn't six. been around for a while. Um, I don't know because I mean I know we talked about our example of like the actor we don't want to see deliver that monologue is like. Jason, you know, um, I don't know. This question well, never I, works for me. I've got a least satisfying. Uh, Pastor Ted. Least satisfying? Yeah, Pastor Ted. Oh, got yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Remember, he was like a serious candidate, like at the end of 6A, I remember. For a little bit, There was bit, like a yeah. serious fear, yeah. Wasn't that the height of like, I'm just going to finish my coffee? I'm finishing my coffee. I'm staying, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, most satisfying. I feel like... Melissa, even though I like Melissa, it's like she's always the bridesmaid when it comes to a, you know, never the bride. Yeah. Um, it can't be Jenna, obviously. Nolcon is dead. Um, Here's the thing. You don't want Melissa singing a song about her tortured past into like a, a live webcam feed, evil <laughs> monologuing. You want Melissa drunk in a bathroom when you least expect her. You know, well, I think peeing, drinking a cocktail, and telling you about her ex boyfriend who, like, you know, dumped her. Can you believe this shit? Like, that's what you want from Melissa. I think I would probably find most characters satisfying for AD. There's like some characters I hate who I wouldn't want to be AD, but other than those, I'd be cool. Like, like if they're just like Veronica Hastings is A, I'd be like, cool. You know, like I, I would have no no truck with that. It's only like the characters I really hate, like Pastor Ted. Uh, who I just be egg. like weak, yeah, or egg or Lucas or Empanada's girl, yeah. You really hate Empanada's girl? I don't hate her. She's just kind of pointless. Okay. Everything okay. is Empanada's. <laughs> um. So Katie also asked, "What significance will there be on Spencer being Mary's daughter?" Um, because she's not Mary's only daughter but she was a part of uh, twins mm-hmm. and the other twin is the one without bangs who's ad is mm-hmm. that the significance so, so, 
So you're saying that there's a good chance Mary had three daughters. Sure. Okay. Mary didn't have, just have Spencer. She had twins. There you go. Mm -hmm. And that's what the creepy doctor guy from Angel, you know, that was his secret. I mean, here's how I would pace that out. Like about like episode seven, sixteen, they find out Mary had twins, and it's like, oh shit! And they like meet like like Alt Spencer, and then like in the finale, it's like actually she had triplets, and you get three Spencers. <laughs> could could in that same reveal there being three Spencers? Could then like uh, evil Toby show up wearing guy liner? Yes. <laughs> what is up, bitches? And they shove pie in each other's face. Hello, I have like, a goatee. A I'm evil. Yeah. And then there's some kind of like awesome 4G. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <sighs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. One more question from Katie. Yeah. Do you think anyone will be single at the end of the show? Who and anyone else you wish would but probably won't. I mean, I think we all wish that Arya wasn't marrying Ezra, but you know, it's happening. Whatever. I would, They're I adults would put at all least. My chips. Barf, you know. I would put all my chips on that. I would sacrifice all my other hopes and desires for these characters just for Arya to end up single when we fade out for the last time on PLL. I mean, to me, the way that would be most satisfying, I think, is if like Ezra was AD. Like yeah. just to, I don't know why I'm torturing Arya like this, but like she marries him and then finds out that she's his ultimate, that he's her ultimate tormentor. Um, that would be fun. I've made enough. I made enough jokes about it. It's time for Arya to push somebody down the stairs, mm -hmm. and it should be Ezra. Yeah. I mean, I I think if anyone's single, it's gonna be Spencer. It seems like Hannah and Caleb are obviously going to be together. It definitely seems like they're pushing an Allison Emily thing. So, who else would it be? You know, I mean, Toby will singularly be in a grave. So, I guess there's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jenna will probably be single. Yeah. Unfortunately, probably Mona. Yeah, I guess, unless like uh, Magic Mike Montgomery shows up out of nowhere. He's like, hey. I may or may not be a werewolf. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on in that show. I've never watched it, but you know, shrug. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she looks over at Spencer, looks over at Mike. <sighs> You'll do. Yeah. Um, so from Shannon, what are some storylines we know will be resolved or will be unresolved that bothers you the most? No will be unresolved. You know, it's always hard to say no for sure because I was so fucking sure Sarah Harvey was never going to be a thing. <laughs> and then, then, then she came back. Are you fucking happy, everyone? You willed well, that to happen by pestering Marlene. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. Is she resolved? I think that's a question for Sarah Harvey. Is Sarah the Juliet like from Lost? Of, Sarah of PLO? Are you resolved? Also, I speak Latin. I saw she uh, was nominated for some sort of award or something at some film festival. Yeah. Good on you, Dre Davis. Yeah, I hope she wins. Mm -hmm. I love her. Um, I mean, I, I don't think we're ever going to hear anything more about Maya. We'll never find out what Maya knew. 
Although who knows? Because I, I feel like it, with ten episodes left, this is the writer's chance to just do whatever they want. And if they want to like just out of nowhere be like, this is what Maya knew, they could. Like it kind of like the last season of Breaking Bad. I feel like mm-hmm. there were a couple of those where like Walter Wyatt was just like, by the way, Jesse. I was the one who poisoned that kid. And there's like, it's like, there's no reason for you to bring that up right now, except that like, this is a dangling plot thread and you have to touch on it sooner or later. Let me just say, um, so on the day of the women's March, cause I was not able to go, mm. I wrote a check or well, I donated like a hundred dollars to Planned Parenthood. Mm. I would do that every day <laughs> or every month for the rest of the year. If Marlene tweets, what did Maya know? Maya didn't know shit. <laughs> And then, and then subtweeted herself to say, "Boom, cannon." Um, I mean, it's. I think it's very possible that the NAT club will just never come up again. Um, what's in the barrel will never be addressed on the show. I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I th- we're gonna find out who killed Charlotte. Um, I wonder if probably like. Th- I feel like there's some stuff in six B, like the luggage handle melissa's whole deal right is that ever well, gonna come back again you know all the dumb things who broke the the plant on hannah's back porch mm-hmm. <laughs> way back when um what we <laughs> caleb just hallucinate all of ravenswood the fireflies yeah i i will not be shocked if when the the show is over if you could go back and watch watch six B and be like, none of this stuff really means anything. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Which let's... you know shows shows course correct. I mean, yeah. as as we've talked about the the anecdote where season three started, <laughs> and then I Marlene mm-hmm. came walked in and it was just like, <gasps> I just realized who A should be. Yeah, scrap whatever we had. <laughs> Uh, will we ever find out more about Noel Khan learning to smell fear? Who knows? <sighs> you bitches never really knew me. Um, Alice underscore INW77 asks, who do we want to be AD? I guess that's a little bit different than what we've all, I don't know. Is, is there anyone in particular you would really want to be AD? Like I said, I, I, I would need like a while to think about this. And I just don't have a funny quippy answer. Hmm. Hmm, who would I want to be AD? I mean, Spencer's twin is very alluring, of course. Arya, just Arya as AD. Right. Just to satisfy all the, the Arya's A theories, that'd be fun. Um, I really just want to see Lucy Hale play evil. I feel like she'd nail it. Yeah. Uh, Legacy of Lolita tweets at us, is Peter Hastings still Spencer's dad? I feel like the answer is he's everyone's dad. Yeah, he's Papa Hastings. The, the whole town Peter of Rosewood Hastings. calls him Daddy. The thing about Peter Hastings is that guy's got a lot of champ. Hmm. Go on. No, end of story. Okay. I think he's. I mean, I for with the whole twins thing and with him having an affair with Jessica, it seems like inevitable that there'd be some sort of switcheroo thing where he impregnated the wrong dealer antis. Sexy or the rock Drake, or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, Peter's like, I knew the whole time. Oh, you know, who would like, I did, you know, who would suck as AD? Uh, what's his face? Uh, 
Ken DeLaurentis. I would just be like, wah, wah. Like, who cares? You know? I I want, like, I want, like, the, uh, do you remember, like, the X-Files to do that thing where, like, here's a prologue that has nothing to do or you won't find out what it has to do with the show for a long, long time? I want, like, the thing where, like, some little, like, Norwegian boy has to march 20 miles into the snow to deliver a letter to a, a weirdo in a cabin. And it's Ken DeLaurentis, like in a snowy, the Alps, like with like a long super beard and is, a robe. Is the letter he jar- gets just the, like a picture of dick butt? It's just, it's like mason jars of pee all mm. over his cabin. And then when he opens up the letter, it's just the uh, the the stick figure of an erection that the dude sketched yeah. in the Big Lebowski. <laughs> cabin surrounded by yellow snow. Yeah. <laughs> I think they do something like that in uh, Breaking Bad towards the end, right? Like yellow snow cabin. yeah he no, goes yeah yeah walter <laughs> white holds up and uh just drinks piss for a while yeah yeah <laughs> all right jesse let's piss <laughs> we need to cook uh, <laughs> um oh man uh megan asks who was the blonde girl in the halloween train episode so this is the little girl right yeah that's what i assume she means um, I think she was a fun Halloween diversion that doesn't mean anything personally. Group hallucination. Just uh, something to be spooky and weird. Uh, I, I don't she think was she's the anyone. ghost. She's the ghost of Pastor Ted's first victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Little she was trying class. to warm for Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's a local nightmare from the past. PLL and Line Game asks us, uh, have you read the PLL books? And if so, what did you think of them? Have you read any of them? I've read like the first three pages of the first one. So you basically read it now. Um, and I've read, I've read about some of the later ones, like Aria stealing a Van Gogh, which. Yeah. Wow. I have read the first four books. I will maybe someday get to the rest of them. I don't know. I, they were, they were very different. I, the main thing I did not like about them was that there was no real like liar bond, like friendship. It was really like these girls are brought together sometimes by a, but they're mostly having their own separate storylines. They don't really seem that friendly with each other. Um, like they didn't hang out that much except for like a stuff. Occasionally it was not at all like the show in that way. I mean, they were, I mean, they're page turners, you know, they're there's a lot of like brand names dropped that I didn't totally understand because I'm not into like girls fashion that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were in a way like a little more extreme, I guess, than the TV show. Like Arya bit Ezra at one point, um, like Moana straight up dies. Like they're even like the shows like this heightened reality. I'd say the books are even more heightened than the show where it's like Toby's a molester, you know, wasn't, wasn't the thing that Sarah Shepard was like, if she could have changed something, it would have been the keep the Keegan Allen version of Toby. I, in I the think she liked, something. she liked the way Toby stuck around in the show. Yeah. Whereas in the books, he really is just a molester who kills himself and that's it. What's the Jenna line? There's nothing wrong about us, Toby. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing where the Jenna thing was, it was like Allie did it on purpose to catch Toby trying to molest his little sister. Yeah. But I don't I mean, they're very different. They're like, 
Emily is like an like a redheaded Irish chick. <laughs> I I, I want to say like Arya or I think Arya starts dating that Sean guy after a while. Like Hannah it's like Sean? I think so. Yeah. Um, I know Noel Khan is her boyfriend at one point. Ezra oh, so is Ezra just beats. like yeah. He gets like they get busted by the police. I can't remember. Maybe a calls them or like. And he he gets off whatever like no no charges filed, but then he just leaves town and that's it. I think is how that ends with him. <laughs> the police just drive like the Rosewood city limits. They're just like, walk, leave on foot from here, and we won't we won't uh, send you to prison. Well, after they've beaten him, yeah. Oh, good, 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 yeah. Good. Um, um, but yeah, that those are the books. They're they're interesting. Because they're kind of like the show, but in, in some ways they're very different as well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You're next. All right. So Paige sent a bunch of questions. Um, oh, hi, Paige. Hi, Paige. So first question, trash cans. Fuck them. No, kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a real person. Named Fuck them. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> she said, number one, if you could choose any two characters to be together romantically in the show, who would it be like anyone and how would it happen? Uh, 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 well, I feel like we've already talked about Mona and Spencer, so we need to pick somebody other than that. I How, would love if if we could like if you like write down a character randomly, and I wrote down a character, and we just see what happens. All right. Well, do you want the guy or the girl? Uh, who says it has to be? Okay, fair enough. Heteronormative. All right. So count of three, then we'll both say it. Ready? Right. One, two, three. Barry. Peter Hastings. There you go. All right, Paige. Um, so, question two. Well, how, how would it, how would it happen? Um, I think Barry's been on Peter Hastings' payroll for a long time. Okay. Okay. I there's that. I like that. I also like the idea that oh god, what episode was it? Was it season four finale? Um, Peter's in like the box. He's in the grill, mm-hmm. uh, and like Hol- yep. Holbrook's like Barry. Get your wings. Get in there. I want you to interrogate the shit out of this guy. And Barry, like, 12-hour hardcore interrogation. And then finally he's like, wait a minute. I've not been interrogating you. You've been interrogating me. And Peter Hastings just like, yeah. And he, like, slides over a glass of scotch and then they kiss. He's <laughs> like, where did you get that glass of scotch? He's just like, <laughs> drink it. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so question two. How many people do you think will die this season and who? Pastor Ted. Um, I think seven people will die this season. Seven. Wow. Okay. I think whoever A is is going to die. Because that would be the easiest way to wrap that up. Yes. You know, so it's a good point. I, I like the whole thing with Charlotte. I like that it's redemptive to an extent. Um, But yeah, it's not like the show has time to deal with. Are, we, redemptive art. are we counting Toby and Yvonne? In this calculus, uh, let me check our wording this season. So, Toby and Yvonne count. Okay, all right. Sarah Harvey's dead. That's true. Yeah, or or, right or, or is she? Or <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh wait, I oh. am. No cons dead. No cons dead. Yeah. Oh, it's obviously a lot of people already died. Um, as Lucas. far as like, yeah, I could see Lucas going. Like it'll be yeah. a thing where like he sits down on the toilet seat and it's like a pressure sensor and it's a bomb. One of those things where he's just there's no like, way for him to get out of it. 
huh and then like cut outside dude explosion yeah 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 mm-hmm. that or he's in like an outhouse and like a t-rex eats the whole outhouse <laughs> i like that as well yeah <laughs> that's definitely a guy who would abandon you and run into a an outhouse <laughs> All right. um ezra ezra's about to say i do and then aria's like what's that red dot on your uh, mm. shirt and then like Blood splatter on Arya's face, and Ezra just kind of slumps over. <laughs> She's like, "Your shirt." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be clear, though, it's Ezra who dies, not Arya. I don't want yes. to get the wrong, wrong person. Oh yeah, that's right. That's backwards. Ezra'd say, "Your shirt, <laughs> your your dress. Is that uh, <laughs> is that whale ivory?" Uh. Yeah. Um. All right. Number three. Who would you guys love to have on the podcast? Um, Hillary Clinton to talk about PLL yeah I'd love that oh my god that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm sure she watches it because she'd I be mean, like what's the deal with Toby what do you mean I'm awesome as far as people from the show go and excluding uh, Keegan Allen of course um, Lucy Hale would be fun I feel like yeah, yeah. Uh, Ashley Benson I think would also be fun. Like and I, I feel like a lot of these like after the show is over when it's like okay you're you're free. You know, <laughs> like you can say whatever you want. Like uh, I think that'd be fun to get either of them on. I get the impression that Ashley Benson like uh, interviews are not really her milieu. Um maybe like a podcast thing. It's a little I don't know, hopefully less invasive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um like I, I've said it before but like everyone <laughs> everyone I would love to talk to I would love to talk to like the catering staff even i i don't know everyone um for what kind of plot is plot twist do you expect for these last episodes if any secret secret triplets yeah secret triplets toby's been living in the woods the whole time explaining the mountain man beard like and he like built himself a log cabin with his construction skills yeah yeah He's become uh, Horace from Lost. Sure. He wears, a, he wears a jumpsuit. He's got like long hair. His nose just starts bleeding maniacally. Mm-hmm. Um, Kale's been bringing him supplies the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Toby, Toby, I brought you the one thing that's not on your list. Toilet paper. Seriously, why didn't you put toilet paper on your list, Toby? <laughs> I toilet have a bag. That's all I need. I think um, if Melissa is not AD, then we're due for one final something with her. Because, I mean, she's always got something going on. The only thing missing from season two is like a knockdown drag out fight between Spencer and Melissa. And then Melissa just like lifts up her shirt, pulls out a pillow and throws it in Spencer's face and then storms out to the barn. So I want whatever the five years forward version of that is. Is there a way for Melissa to On a like, duck. is there a way for Melissa to take Aria's like wedding cake before she's had a bite of it? Oh God. Like somehow awesome. they, somehow Aria gets into a conversation and distracted and Melissa's just like, Oh, are you finishing this? And just like takes it and eats it. If not wedding cake, could she wedding like, pie. Cut, could she cut in on like the first dance with the couple? Wouldn't that mean dancing with Ezra, though? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, but, I mean, 
Arne would lose her fucking shit. We need to talk. <laughs> um, also, uh, lots more hacking and uh, Simone Biles. Um, number five, are you prepared for PLL to be over forever? Probably. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's been like so long since it's been on that it's like it almost feels like it ended already. I don't know. It'll be once it comes back again, that'll change. But I will be inconsolable after we record episode seven twelve. I feel like. Um, oh boy. Yeah, prepare yourself, people. Uh, number six is the last one from Paige. If you each had to pick a top three favorite scenes, what would they be? Ah, oh, shit, I should have researched this beforehand. Um, uh, to be fair, because I hadn't shown you any of the questions, I hadn't really like read any of the questions. Mm-hmm. I just kind of copy-pasted. So we're both equally ill-prepared. I'm gonna, they're going to be arbitrary, just because they're going to be arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, uh, Spencer and Aria on the bed in the con game. You know, I would have mm-hmm. I would have absolutely done it for the $100 or whatever, the Nana bet with Peter's. That <laughs> was like a million dollars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think of the best Mona one because she's so fucking good. Ah, this is like I feel like this is like not even like in the top five, but when in uh, the Truth Out episode when Emily's apologizing to her and Mona's Truth like, up. and Mona is just like that, like she's obviously processing it and then she turns around with a completely different expression on her face and she's like that was two personalities ago that's a great great scene there my mono one is just gonna be uh it's like a stand-in for like a hundred different mono scenes (laughs) but uh just so you know that was the last carrot stick yeah well if you could just take every mona scene in radley i mean god she's so great in those scenes oh yeah yeah. (laughs) um but yes, talk to Aria, the House of Cards. Yeah, Spencer putting on lipstick and eyeliner and yeah. melting down. I think that that's on there. Oh, you know what? I gotta say the uh, the dance to "I'm Your Puppet." That that's like a masterpiece. I love that scene. Yeah, fuck. Um, we're gonna name more than three here. Um, mm-hmm. Emily in the greenhouse. Just the. Uh, mm. Do you want to see what you're afraid of? It was like the first time I really fucking adored Emily and I was on the edge of my seat that whole scene. Um, that scene is perfect. Like just her speech is great. Shane Mitchell's fantastic in it. Um, Every time Allie would come back from the dead to talk to a liar, it was always solid gold. Yeah. Like her scenes with Ooh, Arya when she's sick, her scenes with Spencer – where she takes some of Spencer's painkillers. Well, because it's because it always ended with like the next morning, someone yeah. wakes up and they're like, "Oh, that was clearly a dream." Wait, why is that door open? Allie's just like kiss, kiss, say, and then she just takes all of that. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Allison showing up in the hospital. Um. We. It's the same one as the 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 greenhouse one, and I completely missed this. On somehow on like first viewing, second viewing. It wasn't until we did like the revisit for the podcast. It's when Spencer's on the phone leaving to go to the greenhouse. And I can't remember what the thing is, but like, are, are you prepared for this? And she like glances around like all the potential weapons <laughs> in her kitchen. And she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I think you got to give an honorable mention once again to Mary Drake trying to give Jason a drink. Yeah. 
Yeah. Classic shot. Um, I, I'm trying to think of one in particular from the dollhouse because, God, I love the dollhouse. Maybe just when they discover Mona, like that was just bonkers. Oh, and talk about being on the edge of your seat. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on here? Like, you, you don't guys, know. It's me, Allison. You don't. You don't know if if Mona's about to be revealed as like the evil mastermind of this all or what have you. With that, yeah. Um, uh, Spencer and Caleb through the crack of the door while Hannah listens. Yeah, yeah, I can't can't exclude that one. That was uh, an all timer right there. I I didn't think most shows by their seventh season are not capable of that level of mm-hmm. power. And that it was like to me, like all these people who were just like, I don't understand the whole point of the Spalip scene. It was like, boom. The I believe it's in six oh three. Spencer talking to her mom. The but it did happen. It happened to me. Yeah, well, did that whole episode. That whole episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that scene in particular, I feel like was uh it was like a thesis of the of everything you know like a perfect summation of everything that happened before mm-hmm. but i mean i i agree with you it, it verbally but like mm-hmm. emily and her mom was great uh hannah in the like unmade room mm-hmm. a lot of good scenes in pll yeah I don't know. If I mean, know, uh, we haven't even we mentioned uh, yeah. the uh, and like me, follow me, and then like me, and up yeah. like me. Yeah. <laughs> that All scene the- is fucking insane and amazing. Little moments, like the first time Peter Hastings shows up and Spencer says something so vulnerable yeah. to him, and he just he looks just at his laughs. phone and laughs. Yeah. <laughs> or when he's just there in the middle of the night drinking scotch. Yes. <laughs> or that look that he gives that one time. I think it's like, like around like 501, 502, oh, uh, where he's like sitting on the couch. He, the he looks up like, hmm? Yeah. yeah, he's got the one hand on the armrest and he looks uh-huh. at her like he's going to kill her. Yeah. Or just the, where he like goes out and talks to Toby. He's like, you can go now, Toby. Yeah. yeah. Good night, Toby. Retroactively, that's when I knew Toby had to die. <laughs> yeah. The mask scene between Arya and uh, Hector Lyme. That and just uh, Spencer and Melissa on the dock. Mm-hmm. You know? Jenna waving the gun around was really satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking head, Noel Khan's head. <laughs> well, that and, and. I mean, that whole know, sequence at the end of uh, 710 there, yeah. Rewind a little bit too. Are you a sour girl? <laughs> What would be the best Sarah Harvey scene? I don't know if anyone asked us that, but how about the? Did uh, I look feral to you? That one's excellent. How about the time when it's in the flash forward when she goes to talk to Allie in school and she's like, "I don't know why I lied." Oh, that scene where she—that's that's that's the best. Like all jokes aside, Dre mm-hmm. Davis is fucking amazing in that scene. Um. And I can't remember we had we had an exchange with I think it's Brian Holman on Twitter about that where he was like I think she was looking forward to doing that kind of scene <laughs> as opposed to some of the other stuff we had given her yeah yeah um, but I mean her her second real scene I guess in the hospital though like this is what happens to bad little girls that hits you hard <laughs> um, but I mean uh, uh, as as I think. Uh, Alexa gave us on YouTube the uh, I'm gonna take a shower now. <laughs> oh god, I miss Sarah Harvey. 
there are many good scenes. Uh, probably not any of the ones. Actually, you know what? I was going to say not any of the ones, including the Toby, Toby's mom story. But um, no. when Spencer starts playing the piano and pretending to be Toby's mom, that's oh, yeah, a pretty yeah. decent scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. And Dr. Palmer responds to it mm-hmm. immediately. Well, when she plays it, like, she knows this will work. How about the uh, I got this haircut for you, by the way, scene? I know that it's over. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Aria wearing a glove on one hand. That scene is fantastic, not just because of that, but prior to that, when they're working the booth together, and she's staring at him from behind the thing through like a mm-hmm. heart shaped cutout. Yes. <laughs> How about the time oh, that uh, Spencer calls Aria and she's like, it ain't Tippy the Bird? She's calling from the phone number. Yeah. Or just so when uh, she's staring at Tippy that one time and like figuring out the code. How about Spencer just staring at the banana before mm-hmm. Ren shows up? <laughs> and he's like, Melissa, we should get together sometime. And she's like, fucking yeah. Oh, my God. Her expression in that scene is amazing. Or she's... just remember that time Arya made a phone call and her fucking phone was upside down? <laughs> <laughs> or when Liam called Ezra a pederast right to his fucking face. <laughs> That's up there for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We could go on. There's like probably like 100 more scenes. It's a pretty good show, guys. Oh, you know what we haven't even mentioned? Hannah mm. slapping Jenna. I mean, come on. That's fucking legendary. True, true, true. True. This is Hannah, in case you couldn't guess. Yeah. <laughs> when the show does that, the, it, it lays such a beautiful foundation to eventually do the callbacks just right to, like, later on, like, even get, like, this is Caleb, in case you didn't know. <laughs> was that the last you had for Paige or is there anything else? That was the last from Paige, yeah. Okay, let's see. Back to the Twitter. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this because it looks like ass. Um, Asylum665. They ask us, who was staying in Jason's house after Ian was killed? And who moved Ian's body from the clock tower? Um, was, well, Jason was still there after Ian died, wasn't he? Because he was in, he was still around for the awkward Arya Ezra dinner party. Yeah, I, I thought it was like we were told it was Charlotte and/or Mary staying in the house after Ian was killed. Right. It's one of those. Well, what two. does Ian Somebody... have to do with it? I guess is my question. This is, he's, Ian died. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. They, this is this is the, yeah. Somebody looks up and like somebody moves past the window. Um, it's right. Oh, the right. Time. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I'm, I, I, at first I was mistakenly thinking it was like it was the wind, that scene. But no, it's when it's right around the time when Spencer finds uh, mm. her dad coming out of Jason's, the dealer renter's house. Yeah. Um, she drives off with Toby. I mean, obviously that was what Maya knew because Jason's AD, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, what are you drinking there? Um, this is an orange juice flavored energy drink mixed with champagne. Ew. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, just a red trolley ale from Carl Strauss in San Diego. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, who moved Ian's body from the clock tower? Barry. Well, Ian was not dead, I think, is the official explanation, right? 
Yeah, I mean, he like the official explanation out. is he wasn't dead. He got away, realized that he was fucked and just killed himself. I guess that's like what we had to go on. Um, as to who was in Jason's house, potentially Charlotte, maybe just a hookup. I don't know. You know, <laughs> Ashley Marin. How was the poor young lady who hooks up with Jason? You know, I, I have it on authority from the Internet that uh, he's a very attractive man. I feel myself, like morning- he doesn't do much for me, but uh, apparently a lot of people are into that. The next morning, I feel like that would really scare you straight. That was when he had like medium length hair. Right. Mm Kind of like a surfer bro. He he had just gone through a real change where he -hmm. he had been the kind of a a waspy, dark haired gentleman who drank scotch and wore suits. Yeah. He was very like earthy bro who looked Mm -hmm. like he did a lot of hacky sack in the college if he actually went to college. Oh, a lot of hacky sack. He went to college, but he never actually went to class. He just was in the quad hacky sacking and like frothing the whole time. Yeah, those like those like poncho things and like Rastafarian pants and like mm-hmm. sandals, no shoes, yeah, or no socks. Doing an appearance on the amazing race. Yeah. 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 Uh, lost. It goes without saying. <laughs> lost. Um yeah. I don't know if that'll ever I I'd say that's a, a loose thread that will not be addressed who was in the house that time. I'm okay. I mean, Mary Drake, that'd be an easy explanation, you know, or his mom or just a hookup. Jenna. Yeah. yeah. Aria. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you got any more? Uh, I got a couple more. Okay. Are you done? Are you out? No, I got more. I got a lot more. Did you just go? Yeah. You did win. Sorry. Uh, uh, I think that's a Twitter one. And I also asked Sorry, a question. Bye. Sorry. Okay. Um, so Talisha has a couple. Uh, one, do you think that Mike and or Holden were members of the A team? No, I, I no. Um, I don't even know if they were necessarily being manipulated by A. Mike seemed to be doing his own thing entirely. Yeah. And Holden, or no Holbrook, right? Um, Hol- no, uh, she she wrote Holden. Oh, she's okay. Holden. No. But if you if you want to answer this question in Holbrook voice, by all means. I don't believe Holbrook is. God, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> Holbrook never really uh, was no, on our no. suspect list. No. Uh, no, I think Holden was probably doing his white guy kung fu and like going to Nolcon's parties to get weed. To like help with his condition or something. Holden couldn't pass A's like strict like physical. Mm-hmm. He had a bad heart. Yeah, I'm, he was. I'm he shocked. was getting the the medical marijuana. I think that's isn't why he, he was back? hanging out with Nolcon. Yeah, isn't, isn't he? he? I think he is. Yeah, that sounds. I'm right. shocked that he's still alive. Five years I know. <laughs> Somebody needs to punch him in the chest, and he just crumples and dies. That would be a great death for uh, the second half of the season. <laughs> Explain to me how Wayne feels before Holden. He's just like, Arya, there's something I've got to tell you. And, <gasps> and Arya's just like, this really ruins my day. Thanks. No more, hi- no more Thanks, hyperbole. Holden. Spit yeah. it out, Holden. Yeah. 
Uh, I assume there was more than just that part of the question. Yeah, sorry. Um, Chu, what do you think was one of Noel's secrets? It's got secrets too. Mm. <laughs> well, obviously that he was taught how to smell fear. Um, so two answers to that. One, going back to something Heather said in one of our roundtables, uh, something where he just he had something where his PayPal account was filled up commodifying women like something about pictures of women some kind of like ex-boyfriend revenge picture site that's an old thing for sure five years on um i always felt like like nolan alley probably banged when they were like like in a disgustingly young age like 11 or something um, and that's why they were just always cool with each other later uh his secrets to I mean, obviously, there's the the thing where Noel's gay, but I guess they're not going with that. Well, it doesn't matter about, what they're going with now because he's dead. I think the thing about Noel is that you have to drink like a small cup of ayahuasca and like just vision quest it. Like you can only do you mean you like the only, end of the vanishing. Like you drink like you can, this and you'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only divine Noel's secrets though in a dream. You wake up <laughs> in a coffin. No. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like the killer's like you had to see that one coming, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> idiot um yeah well, these would have Noel's, been secrets when noel was like what 15 but still no secrets as we've learned from 7a are only revealed to us in dreams and even then it's like is this canon i don't know let me throw this out for you it's better to never get an answer to that question like sometimes you want answers for sure acknowledge sometimes it's better to just leave that as a mystery like not all mysteries necessarily need to be answered i think that's one of them let me give you a a flashback to uh, episode four of pll Mm -hmm. when Noel, we heard about how Noel had fought with your father in the clone wars (laughs) it's probably best we never had that extrapolate the clone wars sounded awesome yeah and then we saw them and they weren't Mm. Noel's uh axe was an elegant weapon from a simpler time it's not as clumsy as a blaster you don't actually want to see that it's just diamonds in the briefcase. <laughs> it's like a flashlight. It's just the briefcase of a flashlight that yeah. shines. In yeah, your it's, face it has like a little light bulb in there. It's yeah. It's one of those pens when you turn it upside down and suddenly the lady's bikini is gone and she's just naked. Noel Khan would definitely own one of those. Oh, and he like he'd pass it around in the locker room. And they'd all high five. Yeah, Noel's. Noel's a party planner by trade. Like the he inauguration just, of Trump would have gone a lot better if he had hired Noel. If he Noel just wants to put out a good spread. Yeah, he's, he's like, you call that a fucking hors d'oeuvre? That's just the uh, lunch meat and cream cheese rolled up together. <laughs> These are just microwave cheeses, so they're a little mm-hmm. melty. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> um, number three from Talisha is do you think that Charlotte knew that Spencer was her sister? Hmm. Um, God, I mean, when, I guess. I mean, I guess pre, pre-time jump would be the question, right? Because uh, I feel yeah. like she could have learned a lot in between that. I'm going to say no, because she was pre-time pretty, jump, no. pretty fucked up to Spencer. Yeah, but what about... Well, it doesn't really matter five years forward, does it? Well, well maybe. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I still don't think she's actually dead. Um, I oh, think it, if she learned about Mary, she probably learned about Spencer. But who, who knows for sure? Here's the thing about Charlotte, though, and the hunt for Mary. 
she didn't put her best person on it. Well, I think she, she put. put oh yeah, that's true. I was gonna say a a d put everyone on it, but well, I don't know. Jenna is resourceful. I guess Jenna's. She's got a little bit of that like Euros Holmes thing where she talks to you for five minutes and she controls you. You know, I heard a lot about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like that scene in the music room when Spencer and uh, Allison is like, "How did you do it? Shauna was mine, and then she was yours." <laughs> I wanted Allison to walk in the hallway and be like, "What am I saying? It sounds retarded." <laughs> but don't you think at some point on PLL somebody should just do like a wicked violin solo? Oh, wait, they've already done that. That's right. But I mean, yeah. again. You mean the fiddle? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer and the devil have a battle. Yeah. Yes. yes. Actually, that'd be, like, that'd be a good Arya move. Like, I don't know where Arya plays the fiddle. Arya plays the keyboard. How dare you? <laughs> I feel like she could play the fiddle. Hmm. She's musical. Who, who would do the thing from uh, Anchorman where it's like, I'll just I'll go ahead and answer it. I've not even really prepared, and like Toby just like has a flute fly out of his sleeve, and he starts playing it. Oh, look at this! I have a jazz flute up my sleeve. And then Caleb's like, "We really gotta stop doing this in public." Then he pulls like a saxophone out of his jacket, and joins him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> one of the straight saxes like Kenny G had. Yeah, because <laughs> there's one thing. One musical artist, when you think of Tyler Blackburn, it's Kenny G. <laughs> I wonder, are we going to get another Tyler Blackburn jam for the second half of the season? I would love to be called into an office to pitch PLO after dark, which is just toping Caleb running a bar in Rosewood. And doing uh, like jazz fusion sets, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then whoever... With, uh, the I, I feel like you bring in jenna thing as the like the jazz singer well like you do like a like a, yeah, a fabulous baker brothers thing where she like uh lays on the piano when somebody's playing it i don't know yeah, yeah. all right that's from, from tilly show what do you got oh it's my turn again uh let's see <laughs> how do spencer and mona end up together you asked that right yeah okay yeah i think so all right um doop 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 Oh, maybe we don't. A favorite Hannah moment. Ooh. The Tyra Iron to Holbrook is definitely up there. This is from Casey, right? This is Casey Kasirk. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, God. Slapping um, Jenna. Legendary. Hannah knows what Hannah means. Hannah knows what Hannah means. Yeah. I mean, what a great quote. I don't know how that's not the title of a book of like wisdom from mm-hmm. the PLLs. She had some I, really good stuff with Mona and Radley, I think. Yeah, I mean, I say this a lot, and the days of me saying this are vastly approaching a middle, but like, I feel like a lot of marketing and tie-in opportunities were left on the table with PLL, or left off the table and they shouldn't have been. Um, well, with uh, Freeform in general, I think, yeah. Well, I, I, they finally got a PLL game, but it, it sounded like it was just a reskinned other mobile game. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I just go back to the episode from season five where we talk about what a PLL game would could look like, a mobile game could look like, and just dream with us. 
Um, there's a lot of favorite Hannah moments, Casey. I don't know. I, mean, I, Go on, I really like. I really like her look. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna objectify her sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing in season three where she ends up in the in scary. The no, no, no. The scary like fashion intern interview with the with the mannequins. I think it's when Toby's yeah, like, yeah. dark. When the, when the Toby, key I, drops out, yeah, three sixteen. She's got like the. Uh, she's just like she's dressed up for an interview. She looks glamour. She looks gorgeous. Um, Hannah's had, I think, the most looks that change throughout PLL. I think so. Yeah. I mean, Arya is just Arya. Um, yeah. Spencer <laughs> is like Spencer, and then Spencer with bangs. But yeah, Hannah has gone all over the place. Emily's well, like, Emily's usually just like plaid shirt tied around her waist with like jean shorts or something you know well the problem is that a lot of times like the the b part of the season will pick up right where the a part left but like Mm -hmm. hannah has a drastically different (laughs) hairstyle five minutes later you know um yeah so you got any more yeah i got a whole bunch more Uh, keep going from gina who is french and lives in italy do we speak any other languages I took two years of French in high school, and no, I don't. Okay. I was also in a bilingual class, a Spanish class, for a year and a half in second grade, and also no, I don't. Do you know any Spanish? I can kind of say the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's pretty impressive. Um I took a year of French and then a year of Spanish. I live in California, so I can speak like a smattering of uh, of Spanish. Like me gusta más comer los perros. Um, what did uh, when you were in? Oh, you took Spanish, right? Not French. You took French. I took French in high school. Yeah. What was your French name? Xavier Dubois. Oh my God, that's so you. Yeah. Mine was Gerard. Gerard. Mm-hmm. I think okay. I really wanted to to do Remy LeBeau, but I was worried somebody would get the reference and make fun of me. <laughs> uh, All right, I so, you've, you've heard it before, but remind me to tell you a story about our friend Anthony who had to had to pay the seventy dollars for the textbook because of me in French. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have one of the questions? Yeah, let's see where are we at right now. Bunch of Nazis. What would you like to see from a Veronica and Mary exchange slash showdown? Would Peter be present and would he offer drinks? This is from Doe Flamengo. This is from at HOA Slytherin, which might also be what you said. Um, I, I, I see this episode or the scene going down where it's like, it's only two thirds of the way through where they like pan over to Peter Hastings. And he's like awkwardly holding up drinks. He's like, so do you still want these? You know, I feel like he's got the bottle of scotch in hand. Mm -hmm. He's got the three glasses in front of him. By the end, he's using either the bottle or something else to like shield his crotch. Do you think Peter Hastings does the move where he's mixing the drinks and he's like pouring and he's like two, four, whatever. And he like takes a sip. Like the read from Boogie Nights, yeah, or or is it just the thing where like he's just like watching the two ladies have a, a middle aged woman cat fight <laughs> as he's like pouring onto the empty counter? 
<laughs> or he just like he um, pours who drinks, he drinks one, and then he just makes it again. Yeah. Uh, but as to Veronica and Mary, um, I initially misread this for some reason. I don't know, stupidly as as basically both being Andrea Parker, I'm like like Mrs. Hmm. Dude just being alive again. <laughs> and it was like like evil twins fighting, which is what you want in a PLL. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what would we like to see? Um, like, slight, I think Veronica to be have like had a drink or two in her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't want cat fight, but I'd want Veronica to like be like, I'm a little, I'm, I've had a few and I'm going to drop the pretense and I'm going to fucking be like, that's where they buried her, or that's where the dog dug her up. Like, I want that Veronica, you know? Right. Here's the problem with that for me. Not that I, I disagree with you. Is that where we last left off of Veronica, she's had a good moment with her daughter. She's had a good moment with both her daughters. Um, with her husband, she's just won election, shockingly, to state senate or what have you. This sucks for her. Um, what I want is after Peter's basically refereed loosely this fight between Mary and Veronica and Spencer's the one who comes in and witnesses it and stop, gets them to stop. Mm-hmm. I want Veronica to be like, Spencer, it's not what you think. And as she's saying it, she's got like wisps of Mary's hair in her clenched fist. <laughs> like, like, like part of her scalp. Pulled, yeah. Like already pulled from Mary's scalp. How um, about that's what I want? How about a little like, you know what, Mary? Let's go out in the yard. That's where the dog dub up your sister. And that's where I'll put you. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, okay, so we've got two different young ladies named Ashley who sent us a variety of questions. So this is from Ashley number one. Uh, there's five questions here. First question, what happened to the theory? The theory lives on. Um, I, I feel like uh, still in play. I don't know if we've ever had any kind of influence on the show whatsoever. I'm not arrogant enough or lucky enough to say that we were that lucky. But uh, I've, I've joked on the podcast before that like sometimes they'll write scenes just to thwart those two assholes who record episodes about PLL late at night. So I don't know. Um, question two, how would you like PLL to end tragedy? Happy cliffhanger. Happy. I'd say, I mean, that's a boring answer, but, um, it's been seven years. Yeah. Put a knot on it or a bow on it. I should say. Hmm. So what if like the ending is just that shot we saw on social media of the four liars at an outside table and then they all get a text. Well, and then, and then we, zoom out and it's like uh toby's got them all like on a snow globe (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, question three best line from each liar i mean i think hannah knows what hannah means is probably hannah's right yeah spencer has so many god um don't know me and you can't count on me I think he can do better than that. It's God, that's tough. Um, Stop looking at me like I'm the town pump. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and drink your sauce. Shut up and drink your sauce. I think that's a good one. What would be oh. Aria's? 
Do you want to just go day drinking? <laughs> you just want to get up and go shopping? Arya's got so many. Mm. I mean, they all do. I don't. I don't know. Really answer this question. I don't what know. would be Emily's best line? That'd be a tough one. I feel like she rarely gets the the good line. But do you want to see what you're afraid of? Yeah. I would have to do a deep vibe to really give a satisfying answer to that. I think. I think I I, I know. Um, one listener named um. Uh, one listener uh. uh I don't want to say anything because I could be wrong. Asked us one time why we don't talk about Emily as much as the others. Um, just to repeat for anyone who's not noticed that or not asked, is because I feel like Emily's too good of a person that I don't relate to her. She has less going on mystery wise, I guess. There's um, that, but there's they tend to, for whatever reason, write the other liars to be flawed in a way that i relate yeah. to emily's usually the nice one you know yeah um, she's the caregiver yeah. yeah um which is fine but it's just it's it's not like, spencer the like insane one who's like a genius and like reckless and destructive and all that you know which is why like i i relate the most to emily when it's the you know off misreported by me uh, angry you know, Emily threatening Sydney, yeah. Sydney outside of her house like bitch I'm going to cut your head off when I'm your swim coach yeah um, it's the Emily I love uh, question four are you excited for Troyan's directorial debut absolutely yes? yeah for sure um, 100% 150% uh, number five what are you guys looking forward to most in 7B hmm most um Ryan's episode probably yeah uh that and i mean toby being dead, i think that's gonna obviously. be i think that's gonna be a really interesting i there was something i retweeted the other day because i thought it was something we've said for a while but like joseph already talked about how each writer brings a different flavor it's a different type of artistry to what they write and then it's obviously it's interpreted by actors and directors and editors and things and that's what makes it so interesting it's a collaborative medium um, Troy's debut is going to be fascinating, but also just a writing staff that's built a mythology, whether it's had its twists and turns and course corrections, but like there's nothing to hold back theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. The, the general sense that they're getting it all out at this point, like any, any last little thing they've always been, uh, keeping in their back pocket and never sure where to use it. I feel like that's what we might get in this last half season. I'm. I'm not positive, guys. Fingers crossed. I think we're going to find out what the smoke monster is for real. <laughs> it's Aria. Yeah. It's Kakami. Uh, you got any more there? Uh, that was the end for Ashley number one. Okay. Well, before we get to Ashley number two, let me get to Legacy of Lolita, who asks, will Leslie Stone ever be relevant, you bag, bag of hair? hair. <laughs> I think you uh, answered your own question, Leslie. Yeah, no, you bag of hair. I, I don't think so. Because um, she mostly seems related to Mona. So, I mean, I don't I think she's like going to be like Mona AD. Or, her. Yeah. <laughs> now that Mona is alive again, I don't know what she really has to do for, with anything. 
So correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Leslie's last real shot was like the one of her in the car and the silhouette? Like they obviously didn't have the actress. I was like, yeah, yeah, so that far. sounds right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that answers your question yeah. too. <laughs> it's like when uh, uh, what's his name, Dark Nigel, like makes the drink for Mo- for Jenna off screen. It's like <laughs> there's part of you is like we may never see uh, Jenna on this on this TV show ever again. <laughs> um. Dark Nigel, there's a character that needs to come back, right? Yeah, what if he's AD? <laughs> wah, him and the guy. <laughs> him and <laughs> him Duncan? And the, yeah, I say like Duncan, yeah, the guy who flies the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It's another great scene, by the two. way. Question number two. Number one out of two questions. What's the best part about doing all of your podcasts? I know it's not technically PLL related. Sorry, she said. Um. Just getting to be a blowhard who expounds their opinions to the world and feels satisfied about it. Yeah. I couldn't put it better. No. Um, to- um, interacting with people, I think, is is the best part of doing the podcast, getting feedback from people. Yes, but we've been fortunate enough to talk to people who actually make this show, which is, again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Not something that we ever thought was going to be possible when we late at night were talking shit about and like uh, obsessing over the show. Um, which the first person to notice this who really made that all happen again is still Norman Buckley. So eternally grateful. I mean, I just personally, the, the you know, that's all great and all. The best part for me is that I can go read something on like the PLL Reddit that like I disagree with and like I don't need to post there. I've got a podcast. I can just podcast about it, you know. That's the best part of doing a podcast for me. I think, uh, in case you're not aware, a white man, a white straight <laughs> man, just summed up all podcasts for you. Exactly. Yeah. If you were a, a comedian in the L.A. area too, like the universe might have been swallowed up its own asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, do you think that any in quotes dead characters will come back in Seven B? i.e. Ian, Maya, Garrett, Wilden, Toby's mom. If so, who would you most like to see return from the dead? Hmm. Ian, I feel like, was just fun. He was a good villain, so I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to him coming back in some way or other, maybe a flashback or I don't know what. We've technically seen Wilden return from the dead. Yeah. Uh, I can take or leave Garrett. I guess if we're going to f- ever figure out what Maya knew, she could come back. Garrett's like, how did I get here? Wasn't I dead? Did hmm. I ride a hearse back? I don't know. Jessica De Laurentiis would be a fun one. Although like, oh. I don't, I don't think that's possible other than a flashback. Like there's definitely a body there. Kind of saw the fake version of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just attest our longstanding theory. Go ahead and bring Toby's mom back. Go <laughs> ahead. I dare you. Marlene's like, I'm fixing the timeline, guys. What if what if that's the thing is that Toby's not dead? He's just been thrown back in time to fix the timeline. <laughs> this is important. I need you to fall in love with my mother. <laughs> oh shit I am my own dad which is why I had to poop in a bag for a season and a half is that the last question from the Ashleys yeah the Ashleys rest 
Okay, let's see. Uh, bag of hair. Do you guys think that Allison is really evil? And this is from Leslie underscore or 19. Uh, no. That's part one of the question. I do not think so. No, I mean, she would be a good AD, so you never know. But no, I don't. It's it's not to say they've been pushing so hard on like this new reformed alley that maybe there's a a rug getting ready to get pulled out from underneath us there. But I, mm-hmm. I think even if you go back to just like seasons one through four, Allie, I don't think she was evil. I think she was uh, too old too soon for her age, I guess you would say, you know, um, and uh, had to deal with a lot of shit she wasn't totally ready for. But I don't think she was ever evil necessarily. The height of Allison being evil was really just that that moment in God was it five twelve when she realizes that Emily's been like stalling her and she just like she turns her back and Emily has that like that little smile. Hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I don't think Allison's evil. Um. Especially not after what those fucking kids did to her in that classroom. Holy shit! <laughs> I would just lock that classroom and fill that room with gas. Um, part two of that question is uh, where do you think the big showdown between the girls and A will be? In our hearts, in our minds, on hmm. TV. Well, I mean, there's a wedding involved, right? So maybe the church. Ooh. Maybe I'm just going to throw this out there. It's a wild idea. But what if it's some sort of room with like a keypad entry? And then it's just like this holographic video screen inside. Do you think they'd ever do something crazy like that? For a second, I thought you were going to say, "What if it was a giant keyboard, like a like a like a piano keyboard, like from Big?" And they yeah. had like dance out the musical notes. What if Aria's, uh, uh, what do they call them, bridesmaids' dresses, or just mm-hmm. other wedding dresses? I'm going to go ahead and predict that the finale is at a set we have not seen yet. What if Arya's wedding dress is like a black swan dress? It would be so Arya not to wear white at her wedding. Like Ezra has this big, long, like seven paragraph, like like self-written vows. And then Arya's vows are just like, I was perfect. <laughs> Arya's vows are just same. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, I, there's no way you could anticipate the meta karasimi group <laughs> room thing yeah i don't know what else you got i got a couple here so let's get back to andrew who along with his super long fan theory uh, which is not bad andrew um a couple questions one are there any characters about announced returns that you hope pop back up before the show returns well hector lime yeah do we know whether or not Officer Barry is coming back? I can't. I can't. There's remember a picture of him in, uh, in Norman Buckley on set. So okay. yeah, yeah. All right, Detective so, Barry, yeah. Yeah. Detective Chief Barry, of yeah. Chief of Police <laughs> Barry at this point. <laughs> Commissioner Barry. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Who who haven't we seen that I would want to see again? What if they brought Duncan back out of nowhere? Sure. Or um, 
the uh, the deaf guy that Spencer gets. Oh, yeah, that guy. About yeah. Jenna. He's got crazy hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's AD. <laughs> he's like, your pulse is kind of racing, Spencer. And she's oh, like, you know, yeah. You know what they need to bring back is Eddie Lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got blasted the past in Agent Carter, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. There we go. Uh, two. Realistically, do you think it's possible that one of the five liars would be the show's ultimate big bad? Not some sort of Spencer's Evil Twin Switcheroo, but actually one of them. If this were to happen, how would this would change your perception of the show as a whole? I think if you're including five, the obvious one there would be Allie. I think it it would not be hard to spin that narrative. Or Mona, again. Well, she said five, right? So I assume uh, that that's yeah, including okay. Allie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think Allie as secret A, not really reformed, would be an easy way to go. And I, I don't think that would really. I would just be like, oh, good. Allie was just acting like a weird fembot that whole time, and she was actually still Allie. That would be satisfying. Um, Otherwise, I think Spencer and Arya would both be a lot of fun. I don't care how many plot holes it creates. I, I'm, I'm there for it. <laughs> it's it's like it's their version like the Seinfeld ending yeah who cares um, I'm, I'm in for it yeah um, three what other projects in the PLL cast and crew have you seen are there any you particularly enjoyed or disliked well I've seen the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 which Lucy Hale is in and is amazing is, yeah, it's okay you know her character is um, named Effie, Effie she yeah. sold the movie Mm-hmm. Effie Trinket. <laughs> Are you telling me that that's not the logical conclusion to Arya's fashion style? <laughs> May the odds be ever in Arya's favor. Yeah. Um, uh, we have both seen a play starring Troy and Belsario. And Patrick J. Adams. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, things have changed in the last few months. I think he's actually now Patrick J. Belsario. Sorry. There you go. I'm trying to think if I've seen Shay Mitchell. I mean, I've seen some of Shay's YouTube videos, but other than that, I don't believe I've seen her in anything else. I haven't seen any of the like OC episodes that the like that Janelle and and Ashley Benson are on. Um, Wasn't there a movie with like the Oliphant where she, like Shay Mitchell's like the new? Yeah, I did not see Mother's Day. I saw um, the trailer. Maybe, maybe you did. <laughs> saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen well, that, what is that trailer where it's like Jennifer Anson's just like, ha ha, something, something. She's got acne. And it's just like, don't kid yourself, Jennifer Anson. She just needs to take a shakation. Um, I have not seen Ratter, I think it's called. I don't know mm. what's up with Simply Metropolitan. It's a great title. Um, there was, there's been some. I've not seen in- Spring Break. Yeah, I've never seen Spring Breakers. Yeah, I haven't seen Spring that. Spring Breakers, you're sure. Um, I think I think it's, it's you need you need Ashley Benson and you need Keegan Allen and a James Franco Enterprise, and then I'm on board. I also have not seen King Cobra yet. Um, we probably should watch that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I've played a lot the- of video games with uh, Peter Hastings doing the voice work. <laughs> You've also played a lot of video games on uh, uh, Keegan Allen's recommendation. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, the Witcher Three. It's a good game. There's either one or two of the liars have been a girlfriend, sadly, on How I Met Your Mother, which I've seen. I've seen. Well, Martyrs. she was a sister. Lucy Hale was. She was one of the little sisters of one of those characters. Okay. And then one of them was also uh, either uh, Neil Patrick Harris or uh, Bob Saget's. Whatever young Bob Saget's actor's name was. Um, young Bob which, Saget? What? Bob Saget's, isn't he the voice? Is he? I don't know. I anyway, don't know. I watch um, that show. I've seen Martyrs, the Troyan movie. Um, there's some interesting stuff there. The problem with that movie is that once you've seen it, you've seen it. And it's a little bit hard to see. Hmm. Um, I'd like to see them all at a lot more. Oh, we we of course have seen Sasha Petersa in Inherent Vice. Inherent Vice, and she has a movie on Netflix which I have not seen. One yeah. of the better parts of Inherent Vice, I would say. I was not a huge fan of that movie, but I wanted to like it so much because I like PT. Maybe I should watch it again and it'll get better. I don't know. And Sean, um, she had a great name, right? Uh, Japonica Fenway, I believe. That's- that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we're big fans of these actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things we've talked about many times is that they don't tend to get material worthy of their abilities. And that's one of the sad things about the fact that PLL gets not quite the notice that it deserves is because they're doing tremendous work here. Mm-hmm. It's not just them. Obviously, they're they're given great like written material, which they make shine, but... I like to see them all in excellent dramas and also with lightsabers in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about this on many of our podcasts. The problem with Hollywood, there's a lot of problems with Hollywood, sorry. Um, there's a, 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 an extravaganza, just a, a shit ton of like pretty uninteresting male actors. And like, you have like uh, uh, Ansel Elgort or Sam Worthington. Or you have Garrett a lot of Hedlund actors. Or- Jai Courtney are not very interesting and they keep getting roles and you just don't have the roles for this, this shit ton of amazing female actors. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Any more questions there? So from Andrew, let's see. How has doing this last question from Andrew, how has doing this podcast or even watching PLL in general impacted you as a person? Well, it's definitely taken over my life. I'd say that's true. Um, what about you? Yeah, it's. Um, I don't even know if we can sum it up. I'm sure we'll sum it up in the next ten episodes. It's it's made me a better person, and I wasn't a very good person before that. So you know, if only the stars to look up to. I'm not sure whether or not it's made me a better person or not. I mean, I think there's been pluses and minuses it's made you a worse person but you have a wider reach so <laughs> i have a megaphone yeah no um i mean, just that asshole in hyde park yeah yeah in some ways certainly yeah it's god i don't even i don't even know how to answer that question i feel like i'm almost incapable but it's definitely changed our lives for sure I've got a couple more, so I mean... Do you All right, well, uh, Katie Howell 16 says, who do you think are the real parents of Allie's baby? Uh, obviously, Allie isn't one of them. Um, 
<laughs> I think given what we know of Rosewood, the mother is Emily Fields because eggs and the father naturally would be Peter Hastings. Yeah. Cause he's the father of every child. He's, he's the father of Rosewood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That checks out. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty solid theory. Yeah. Uh, from Noam, um, Noam who wanted to point out because Noam's asked questions before. Uh, Noam wanted to point out that they are a uh, woman, not a male. A um, couple questions from Noam, but one has been asked by several people. I've noticed uh, any update on your television pilot script. Uh, Noam points out that we should start a Kickstarter or suggest people that they that the people can tweet to. To help us out i just want to say real quick um here's the thing about the kickstarter with that um i don't think that would work for a lot of reasons one <laughs> it would be an astronomical amount of money that we'd be asking from for people like 80 grand minimum or something like that the problem with kickstarters is the good ones and this kind of spectrum to me are package deals and we don't have like here are the 12 famous people that you've heard <laughs> of before who would love to make this with us if we got 80 grand from you fine folks what if we just made a bunch of the uh, cat, you know, wrote a bunch of checks we couldn't cash essentially, you know, like, Oh yeah, we'll get you an interview with Troyan. Mm. That, that would be unethical. I think. Not that ethics mean anything to us, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I don't know who you could tweet at for us. On our I don't behalf. think I, I wish the in- industry worked that way, but I don't think it does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there are probably like five people in Hollywood that can snap their fingers and make a TV show happen. And I don't think we're, we have any of their ears. So, yeah, if anyone, you know, wants to give us a if you're job, listening, J.J. Abrams, get, yeah. if get, anyone get wants to give right. us, you know, tweet somebody at Freeform or CW or something like that for us. If there's going to be a Riverdale show, why wasn't there a show like ours before that? Um yeah. I think the thing would be get us a different job in Hollywood, which we can eventually make this project, which, yeah. But thank you for asking. Uh, two, do you guys have any other plans to do podcasting together after PLL? Yes. This is a subject of much debate between me and Marco. It is yet undecided exactly what, but I, I'm sure we'll be doing something. Yeah. Yeah. You're not lucky enough to be through with us. Or maybe you are. I don't know. Um, number three, <laughs> if Toby is alive and the series finale is Ezra's wedding, I'm going to cry. I know that's not a question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number four. <laughs> well, uh, I think you'll probably be crying. <laughs> yeah. Number four, has anyone asked you guys who your favorite PLO is? Yes. Probably, yeah. Um, uh, yours <laughs> is Aria, obviously. I grab back and forth from Aria and Spencer, yeah. I mean, I think mine's definitely Spencer. Okay. Uh, let's see what else I have. Are you out of questions? Uh, let's see. Favorite, least favorite, secondary liarship. And they give Renser, Lana, which is, I guess, Lucas and Hannah, Paley, and Arson as potentials there. This is um, from Ryan? This is from Ryan the Nerd, yeah. 
Uh, maybe controversial. I'm going to go with Rinser. Like, I know it's not appropriate or anything, but it's fucking hot. Like, let's be real. The chemistry is there. Would you say they've had chemistry from the beginning? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bursa sex. Sharing a cigarette. Yeah. I wonder, like, I know I'm Arlene King did this thing on Instagram where she talked about, like, uh, the real, the original, like, Ezra and Aria in the bar and, like, mm-hmm. our beer and stuff like Cheeseburger, that. Cheeseburger, yeah. Yeah, I always wondered, like, is there more to some of the Ren and Spencer scenes from the pilot? Um, ooh, so I've got one from... I don't know, who, from, who's your favorite secondary leadership? Is it also Renser? Of those four? Yeah, it's Renser. No. Does, does it have to be an actual ship or can it be one we make up? Oh, make up one. The uh, the, the Peter and uh, Barry one that we've made up? I think it's got to be Spencer Mona, right? What would that be called? Perry? Spo- Peter? Oh, Peter? Per- Perry? Peter? Perry with an E? Peter sounds dark. Perry? Yeah. Purry, yeah, Purry. Put that on a T-shirt. Hashtag that shit. Um, I'm gonna steal your fire and, st- and here's one from Twitter. Uh, it's from a listener called Benjamin Light. Oh. What did Maya know? Actually, I believe the correct uh, reading of that is what. What did Maya know? Uh, she knew that Jason was meeting was getting high with Noel Khan and meeting with Charlotte and therefore part of the A team and that's why Jason leaked Maya's location to Nate St. Germain knowing that he would take care of the rest okay boom god I hate Nate St. Germain <laughs> so fucking creepy yeah um so Tess asked, any speculation on what the final words of PLL will be a la Gilmore Girls? Also, which character would you think would be appropriate to say them? Mm, let's see. I'm going to go with Allie for the last words. And something will be that- Duck. Something to do with secrets. It'll be some sort of mirror of the first scene in the pilot in the barn, I think. Friends share secrets. That's what keeps us closer. Something, you know, friends share everything. That's what keeps us closer. Something like that. Something about Beyonce, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> A little too much, Em. <laughs> Fade to black. And then the liars get in the formation, which is just another example of classic white feminism. Um, uh, okay, so from so with email, I don't think some people know that they're or they, they it doesn't matter if they know that their signature thing is is off. They actually signed their email correctly. This person is just identified as personal. My question is. What what are things that some of the fans are stuck on? I.e., what did Maya know? Why did CC have visitors past the rally? Who is Bethany Young, etc.? That you think are relevant and which are plot holes slash red herrings? I do not think Bethany Young is irrelevant. I think 
we've heard all we need to know about Bethany Young and she won't come up again. That's my personal theory. I don't think she's anyone's secret sibling or anything like that. Her dad or mom isn't anyone. She's just whatever. Of course, I also thought that about Sarah Harvey. So I was going to say, are we sure that we're ever going to hear anything about this shower Harvey character? What mm-hmm. about Black Widow? I think that's going to go nowhere. Um, I've, We've already talked about Maya New extensively. Do you think Allie will lose her legs? Whoa. They never did find her legs. Hmm. Do you remember like when you saw the the coffin in Lost and you were like, that's a pretty small coffin. Mm-hmm. And the theory was that John Locke would lose his legs. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we don't have to deal with Allison losing her legs. I'm trying to think because I know there are times when I listen to other podcasts and they'll bring up something like this and I'll just be thinking like, ah, oh, that's just not that's not anything. Um, I don't think we're going to see Wilden again. I think I think in general, we're not going to get anything from before the time jump. That's my prediction. Mm. Like maybe we'll get like an NAT club thing or something. But in general, I think whatever the current mystery is, has all been happening after the time jump. Mm. Could be wrong. But my my general feeling is that they plot this show a half season at a time. And I think the idea of the 6A finale was to draw a line and write the end a lot of the stuff before that you know yeah what about you um i don't know i i just i i think the nat club is a rich minefield of plot possibilities but it's only 10 episodes yeah you know there's going to be like two or three just like ridiculous stops on the way like the Oh, I can't wait for the, uh, the what the fuck doctor, was this filler episode? Like that response to like yeah, the, three, the doctor, the doctor who delivered one of Mary's babies, which is you know mm-hmm. important, but like that the mechanism by which you find out is going to piss people off. You remember that weird ass doctor whose house they went to? Which one? The guy who's like they were like pouring him scotch in a mug or something like. Yeah, that. yeah that's my that's my point. The guy yeah, who, yeah. who delivered yeah. Mary's babies. Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem there is there was no piano for Spencer to play. That guy was creepy as fuck. What was the line about in the hallway? Ari had to give somebody like a fake number or something. Oh, she gave like the doorman or the landlord or whatever like her like her number, but it was fake or something like that. Yeah. It's actually Toby's number. Yeah. Why do you keep calling? Oh, uh, let's see. I missed this one earlier. Uh, many people asked about trouble. Monica asked for a tease for trouble. Hmm. A tease. Uh, see, I wish she'd set me up with things like this beforehand. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I say once? It's like something meets something, but my brain is kind of... Do you, you reference a lot of Veronica Mars meets Nancy Drew. That sounds good. No, yeah, I I can't remember exactly what. Um, It's a mystery show involving a teenage girl who gets into a lot of trouble. I think one time on Twitter, I I I went literary and I said, "It's if Shirley Jackson and Angela Carter wrote a show together with with Carolyn Keene, 
and they never found her legs. Um, I have, see, two more. Do you have any more? I do not believe I have any more. Okay, so Connor gets the last two questions. Um, number one, overall, are you pleased with the women that the liars grew up to be? Um, I, I don't, I don't think they're really done growing yet. Um, I think the five year time jump was them probably like, I feel like they're, they're probably a little bit developmentally stunted right now where like that time jump was them getting to live out maybe like their late high school, early college years, but they still have a long way to go. You know, any you know, I'm thirty something. I'm still growing up now, so I, I think they're they're still in the oven, so to speak. As Angel would put it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like cookie dough. Um. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, they deal with some grown up shit in a way that so many of us don't. But it's funny is that. I hate to say is being in my thirties. I know people in my life who are their age who fuck up on the regular. Um, the difference between me and them is that I'm older so I can, I can put wisdom upon mine. And I, I constantly tell myself, nah, they're just 20, whatever. They're 23, whatever. You're going to grow out of it. You're going to fuck up a little bit on the way. Um, I don't think that they're, they're bad people together. I, I think they know what's important to them, which is each other and getting through this. Um, I think you asked an interesting question two or three episodes into the time jump, which is had the liars regressed well, I guess during a, the five years apart. A little bit of my feeling is that I don't know if they've really gotten to grow up that much. I think they got to explore some of the parts of life that they weren't getting to enjoy during the A madness. And, you know, they went to college and got some of those experiences. But in a lot of ways, they're still right back where they were. Yeah. And they, you know, Hannah was engaged to a guy who should have come with subtitles. Uh, Spencer had a pregnancy scare. Emily lost her father. And stuff. Yeah. Aria. (laughs) Thanks, Jason, randomly. (laughs) There's that. There's making peace with the asshole pederast predator who's who ruined your high school experience and then wrote a book maybe about it i mean they've dealt with some pretty serious adult shit um like we talked about with like heather and jacob though i feel like spayla was a grown-up interesting relationship and i kind of feel like going back to Caleb is a little bit of regression um i don't know i mean i'm no i'm not unpleased with the women they've grown up to be yeah, if, if if Spencer was a cannibal in Seven Eleven, I'd still be pretty pleased of who she is. I just think they have a, a long way to go. I mean, technically, they're supposed to be what twenty two, twenty three. That's 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 yeah. nothing. <laughs> the story's not over. The story's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't mean, know shit when I was twenty three. I don't know shit when I'm thirty something. Um, I mean, unless like Armelin King is like, boom, time jump us when they're all eighty five and they're all mm-hmm. just like this shitty rubber makeup. Oh God! Like the the Harry Potter time jump. That would be fascinating. All right, I've never actually seen it, but I think the Notebook has that with like real life old actors, hmm. like James Garner, or like Atonement. Like if James Garner plays like grown up Toby, hmm. he can't pull that off. Um, 
Last question from Connor is going to these final 10 episodes. Are there any specific character moments, breakthroughs or decisions you would love to see that would satisfy you as we say goodbye to the liars? I want to see Arya look into a mirror at herself and be like, it's treason then. And like start smearing her lipstick like all over her lips, like haphazardly, like she's an insane person. The uh, the Instagram photo when she's like smearing the, the black eye makeup around her eye. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite picture on the internet of all time. Uh, I like to see Spencer do like the kind of like grease paint eye black. Like uh, like Arrow season one. Where she's like, like going like to go every, fight. Every superhero movie where they've worn a mask. Yeah, yeah. Like she's just going to go fight crime with like insane eye black makeup on. If Spencer brought back the X-Men trench coat and a domino mask, I'd be pretty cool with that. Domino mask, huh? Um, no, I want I want Arya and Ezra at the altar, surrounded by their family, friends, and loved ones, tight close-ups on their face as they do their vows, and like, it's like no one else can hear them. And eventually devolves to Ezra's like, you're going to kill me, aren't you, Arya? And she's like, Ezra, honey, I killed you five minutes ago he looks down and he realizes his abdomen's bleeding yeah um but she of course stabs him with a pen because it's mightier than the sword and she's learned something in five years i don't know how about the uh how about this it's like <laughs> my byline now bitch i don't know how i don't know how this is set up or anything but like someone's like aria aren't you married and she like pulls out a detonator and it's like and like in the background there's an explosion she's just like used to be or she's like widowed. Five, yeah. Five more seconds. Yeah. Oh. They were just like doing like Sex in the City daytime brunch cocktails in a cemetery, surrounded by all the tertiary characters they used to know. Did you ever see the really bad Thomas Jane Punisher? No, no. With uh, John Travolta as the bad with guy. With Travolta, there's a bit where John Travolta is like at the end when the Punisher is wrecking shit. And Travolta's just like, you killed my son. And then uh, there's like an explosion behind him. And uh, Punisher's just like, both of them. It's great. Anyway, that was on my mind. That should happen to Ezra. Something like that mixed with... Like a uh, flash or, forward to when Arya's had children with Ezra. Sure, and she murders yeah. them both, yeah. Something like that would be in the alternate universe or the EU Mm-hmm. PLO universe when Spencer's also a bounty hunter for a few dollars more and she's like counting up all the dead bodies by by the bounty like 10,000 yeah. 20,000 30,000 and she's like wait we're missing 10 grand and she looks over and shoots somebody in the distance ah oh, there they are is that G cannon yeah it's G cannon <laughs> <laughs> what was the question even uh <laughs> let me rewind 20 minutes uh specific character moments breakthroughs or decisions that you would love to see as we as we satisfy ourselves and say goodbye to the liars i just want to see one of the liars give not not hannah but one of the other liars give mona a big hug and yeah. be like you're one of us now everything's gonna be okay you know so hannah would hug Mona and they would kind of look over and Spencer would come over and like hug Mona from behind mm-hmm. and then reluctantly Emily would come over and then Aria and then as they're all group hugging Mona would then turn and kiss Spencer and then kiss Hannah and then mm-hmm. kiss Aria yeah it gets real yeah you know where it goes from there pretty much what you expect or even just Spencer and Mona especially I'd like for them to have a moment 
Because yeah. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of. Okay, yeah, no, they did have a moment with the. Uh, you're smart, smart, not just book smart. Um, but yeah, I feel like they need they need another moment where they really you know see each other, like end of I Heart Huckabee style. You know, see themselves in each other, come to an understanding. I see you. I hear you. You matter. I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also just want more Peter Hastings drinking scotch. I don't really care what else he does. When they do the the credits, like where a lot of people's minds got warped because ABC just showed the blank beach footage for the end of Lost. <laughs> yeah. Like you think it was all a dream. It's just like Peter Hastings just like pouring himself a drink. Let, me, th- the let me throw this out to you. Do you remember Martin Mull pouring a bunch of cognacs in Clue? Where he I like do. puts them in a, a circle and just kind of like waves the bottle over all of them, splashing everywhere. I want to see Peter Hastings do that move. Have you ever done that in real life because you saw it in the movie? Uh, you know, I don't think I have. I should do that. I've, I've done that in real life because I've seen it in mm-hmm. movies countless times. And people are like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I'll never get a helicopter chase. This is war, Peacock. Yeah. That and me trying to like slide the glass down mm. something like a bar yep and it of course flies off the table <laughs> what kind of th- like do you think there's going to be a theme to the ezria wedding i'm and assuming see- ezria wedding maybe Caleb wedding as well a double wedding <laughs> like is it just a, a regular old wedding or is there like a, a well, it's theme? not regular because it's aria yeah yeah Will Arya marry herself like she married her parents? I feel like she'd have like an Edgar Allan Poe theme or something like that, you know? Oh my God. Like all her bridesmaids are dressed as birds. And she's like, never more Ezra. And then she shoots him in the stomach. Drowns him. Mm-hmm. Cuts his head off. Here's the beating of his hideous heart. <laughs> she cuts his heart out and holds it up and then eats it. Pulls up a floorboard and throws the heart underneath it. Mm-hmm. Uh this might be all of us in denial. PLL's ending. I, I don't know. I mean, because on one hand, the end of six A was a PLL finale. So, I almost kind of feel like as your final moments on screen, you're going to get something like that. I would love. Are you saying you know, we're I'm in the sideways universe right now? I think you could definitely make that that view that uh, that critical take on it. Um, I. I I don't know, like, unless Iron Man King has, like, some kind of great, like, little goofy cliffhanger up her sleeve. Um, I know a lot of people have made those jokes that, like, they'll finally be happily ever after, and they'll get a text, and it's like, it's my turn, B, or whatever, something dumb like that. Um, I don't know. Is that it? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, what a way to end the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening if you made it this far yeah god bless you um so real quick just want to thank uh il frifa from balnaire xl heather lacy ryan and Kristen from pretty little puppet masters these are some of the people who um have either sent in questions or longer theories that i i didn't get a chance to read uh, any any other ones you want to nope. crack open no nope that's it um all right we do have a lot of reviews although i think i want to save the shout outs for those to when when we're officially back 
with uh, 7-Eleven. That's when I'll get to those. But okay. uh, yeah, thanks for everyone who has left us a review in iTunes. We always appreciate that. We uh, can be reached at broswatchpll2 on Twitter. If you want to send a long email to Marco, email broswatchpll2 at Gmail. Wow, we're 105 right now in iTunes for the Young Popecast. That's ridiculous. Anyways, I diverge. Thank you for listening, everyone. We I don't, Have I talked you into doing a rewatch? Um. Uh... We might as well start it. I don't know if we'll we'll get caught up. But I think start. I don't know if we can do every episode, but we, maybe we need to pick out like maybe four per seat per half season or something like that. We're gonna we're gonna look into that, but maybe I would be maybe curious, we'll be back soon. I'd be curious which of the four we pick. I mean, it's okay. So here's the thing about Pila. It wasn't that long after the show started that we started this podcast. You know, you had just watched it all in a in a crazy bulk. You know, Netflix weekend or whatever. Chronologically um, speaking, I believe um, the Halloween episode for season three had aired at that point. Right, right. And there was like a, an, an unaired pilot and then a real pilot for mm-hmm. a podcast. Anyway, um, but then I remember like when we when we talked to Joseph Doherty on the podcast, I went back and I rewatched one of the season one episodes and I was shocked at like how long ago it felt like mm-hmm. – um, a lot of the like us coming up with favorite moments and stuff. I'm amazed at some of the things we can recall when still parts of the show seem so far away from me. Like my recollection of them is not so great. Um, so I guess I would I would be eager to maybe not watch ten to twelve episodes in a chunk, but like watch a couple here and there. Well, you don't need yeah. to watch the pilot again because we've seen that like many 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 times. But yeah, we'll we'll see. If we can start doing some season rewatches, kind of pulling out the highlights uh, by half season, I think is probably how we do it. Not not like a full rewatch where we do the whole script and everything. No, that's hard enough, you guys. <laughs> oh man, when the show's that, that's the the dread part of the last season here. PLL is like, oh my god, especially the finale, that two hour finale. I'm like, that's gonna kill us. That's we're gonna die. We we may have to break down the two parts we talked about. It's the honestly, guys, it's the transcribing. That's what mm-hmm. takes us so long. Um, if we got screeners beforehand, which we do not, it would be easier. If somebody wanted to transcribe it for us, that'd be fantastic. But um, that wouldn't even work for me though, because I'm so fucking anal that I have to go through line by line anyway. <laughs> which, to be fair, there is a transcribing website mm-hmm. that I hit up. And then I reformat, so it still takes me several hours yeah. of notes, but whatever. You never know what detail in the background of a shot we need to talk about for three minutes. Or just you know little things like Holbrook makes a one-off crazy little line, and then I do four hours of reading on, on the internet about police drop guns. <laughs> Which has no – I mean it's like what, two minutes of the podcast, but like mm-hmm. I mean that's a whole night of my life. Yeah. All right. Well, we have blathered on long enough. Thanks for everyone for listening. And we'll be back before too long, I think. Maybe. Okay. Bye-bye.